Welcome to your home for sports coverage without the bias. This is Totally Unbiased Sports with Josh and Kellen. Totally Unbiased Sports with Josh and Kellen. We're back with episode 113 this week. It is our annual Christmas episode. Um, We're a week week away from Christmas, and more importantly, we are nearing on Friday night, everybody, the biggest holiday of the year, the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. Which is the exact moment, you can calculate it, the exact moment when the Steelers became the Pittsburgh Steelers um, was when when Franco Harris caught that ball. And if you have any doubt as to how immaculate that moment was for people in Pittsburgh, um, I should have had the audio ready to go, but there is the interview of a Yinzer talking about it saying that it's up there with JFK's assassination and 9-11 for him in terms of most memorable moments in history. So happy anniversary to the Immaculate Reception. It's going to be a fun week for me personally to get to see that relived so many times. We've got Franco Harris's football life on Friday night debuting. Um, So it's all around. should be a fun week until Saturday when the Steelers inevitably ruin Christmas. But um, we, we'll see what happens. Uh, I just, you know, didn't want to bury the lead at all on that one. We had probably though, Kellen, one of the greatest, greatest sports weekends today has like gotta be one of the greatest 48 hours that no one saw coming ever. Cause that was absolutely. Fun. Yeah. I mean, so first and foremost, Happy holidays to you, Josh. I'm happy that the anniversary is yeah. coming around for you. What a great day. Yes. What a, perhaps bigger than 50 Christmas. years, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Feels, yeah. Well, 50 no, years. there's nothing wow. bigger wow. than we Jesus. Were, we, but, you know, you were, it, it goes okay. Jesus, yeah. then Franco Harris catching the football. You. And <laughs> Jesus, just so Franco for Harris everyone listening. The and then the wise all you, men. All you, the wise men are below all Franco. You, <laughs> are, yeah, all you people listening that can't see what Josh is doing, there's virtually no space in between Jesus and Franco Harris. Like they, it's, they might as well be on the same plane for him. I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, great. No, weekend, Franco's Josh. below. We Franco had, is below. We no, we, below we, no, Josh. We, sorry, we moved on. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Josh. We moved on already. Um, so they were pretty much on the same plane, just so everybody knows. But we're moving on. Yeah, we're, but no joke, more jokes on, on you. I actually took notes this week, so I have implemented ways to keep what? bringing up the immaculate reception throughout the episode. So that sucks okay. for you. No, first, um. uh, again, again, Josh, why is that joke on me? Because I'm happy you're taking notes this week. That's great news for, for the both of us. That makes, makes the episode go for better. For, that is true. Yeah, I, I will actually regret saying that by the end of the episode. But let's talk about first the World Cup final that we did have. Yes. As someone who 
is a soccer fan once every four years. That was the greatest soccer game of all time, right? Yeah, I'm actually a soccer fan, you know, once every two years because I follow the Women's oh, World Cup women. pretty well. Um, oh, yeah. You know, oh, no. <laughs> oh, I'm the feminist US. on this show, too. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, it's, that's oh, tough, which we do so have bad. the win. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm very excited that the World Cup's over because now I can look forward to the real World Cup this summer um, <laughs> when USA <laughs> is back. So I'm glad you brought that up. And um, But in this game, we did see Mbappe tie Carly Lloyd's record. And Carly Lloyd is no longer the only person to score a hat-trick in a World Cup final game. So, now we can talk about the World Cup. Um, but, no, it was actually one of the greatest sporting events. I think, like, I've, I've talked a couple times about how cool it is when, like, everyone's collectively watching the same thing. And it doesn't matter, like, your, where you live, what you, you're, like, if you follow sports, you don't follow sports, whatever – Everyone was kind of watching this and following it, and we got to see one of the most historic things, like, ever. It felt like. It might be recency yeah. bias. I think there's a lot of recency bias, but it was one of the greatest sporting events ever. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely recency bias, but also, at the same time, maybe there isn't. Because we're talking, and, like, when I'm talking here, I feel like I just have to keep reminding people, not a soccer fan, I'm not a soccer guy, but Messi is, I mean, he's officially the greatest of all time. Imagine yes. being a Ronaldo stan right now. This has to be absolute hell for you because, like, Messi... He's got to be he's, the worst. He, 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 yeah, he's, I mean, he's the GOAT, and, like, he's the majority of people think he is. And then now you get the World Cup on top of it all, on top of all the other accolades that he already has. Yeah. It feels like just a picture-perfect way to end his international career maybe i don't know if i mean he'll they still have other tournaments i i don't know what they are if i'm gonna be honest but i, I know he's about coming the world to america cup, and i i think no he's done with yeah, the world he's cup he's gonna he play that. for he's gonna he's gonna play well yeah but he could still play for team argentina in in other tournaments yeah. i like the whatever they have i don't know not a soccer guy like like i'm saying copa not america. a soccer guy but copa america yeah soccer guy uh over there josh good job um but, I mean, yeah, just a great end. He's going to come over to the MLS and just make buku bucks there. But it's the defending World Cup champs in France, and you have the youngest, most talented player there in Mbappe putting on a show. And then the old yeah. GOAT, Messi, scoring two goals of his own. And it goes into penalty kicks. Two goals scored in extra time. I, that game had literally everything I mean, you could ask for of a final. And... And it's just – it's the crowning of Messi as well on top of it all. It, it, it's a really yeah, historic – Yeah, penalty kicks it, It's going to be one of those it, – yeah, it's going to be one of those sporting events that everybody remembers forever. It's going to be like the Immaculate yeah. Reception for Argentinians. Argentine. Yes. Penalty, penalty kicks absolutely suck. A brutal way to end. I'm really glad Argentina got the win. I was talking about them last week, how I was pulling for them through the rest of this tournament. It was, I mean, it was just so fun to watch. Because my everyone's biggest gripe with soccer that's not like a soccer purist is the fact that there is not a lot of scoring. Well, this game just had the mo it had so much scoring. I saw someone I saw someone do a TikTok that was like, Hey, everyone that like 
um, hates on soccer or like everyone that had, doesn't watch soccer and watch the World Cup final, don't watch another soccer game because that's as good as it gets. Like you lucked out, you watched the best <laughs> yeah. soccer game. You watched the best soccer game ever on your first try. It was it was a lot of fun to watch back and forth action. I mean, I just love there's going to be someone in France that like years down the road, it's going to just be like, you mean like, so Mbappe scored a hat trick and converted on penalty kicks, like, and they didn't win that game. Like the, the greatest yeah. player, like he scored a hat trick in a game that you just didn't win. And then I guess my final thing to take away from this is that like, you mentioned the Ronaldo stands and how upset they have to be. Messi gave them nothing. He gave them nothing because like it wasn't it wasn't your like Abby Wambach where she kind of didn't really do much, limped her way to retiring after um, a World Cup. Like it it wasn't that moment. He actively scored two goals in this game. He was the heart and soul <laughs> of this team. Like he willed Argent he willed Argentina. He willed the entire country to victory. So like they don't even have something to fall back on. Yeah. It, like saying like, oh yeah, well he like. You know, he didn't do anything. He just coasted. The team was around him was good. Like, he was the heart heartbeat of that entire country. Um, and the population of Argentina is going to skyrocket in nine months as well. Like, oh my and dude, I have a the amount of kids of that are going to be named Lionel and there Messi, might... <laughs> yeah, it's going to yeah. be insane. So it was. They're going to turn Messi. It like, awesome it's going to be. It's going to be like Michael Jordan turning Jordan into a first name. Like, it, Messi is going to be a yeah. first name now. It's going to be a common first oh. name. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it's insane. So, that was that was a lot of fun. Um, and it is only fitting that we should make this transition because it's the transition that most of America had to make from the game on Fox of the World Cup final, one of the greatest sporting events ever. Over to the NFL 1 o'clock slate, the New Orleans Saints taking on the Atlanta Falcons. Saints win 21-18, to and yeah, it's a terrible trans- transition. We have to make it, and then we'll go back to Saturday just because this is what Fox did. This is well, what America had to do. Josh, my, my yeah. notes on this game, and this is the only – we're going to do a Christmas-themed episode here just so everybody knows. We got – we got naughty list, nice list for every game, gifts to give out. This is the only game where I'm like, this game actually didn't happen. I'm certain of it. It actually did not happen. I don't think there was a winner in this yeah. game. Um, we, are we yeah, going so to actually act like this game happened here? Is that what we're doing? Well, yeah, I'm going to do one thing because I have a naughty, one naughty, okay. one nice for this game. Um, the naughty's obviously Good. going from the World Cup final to this. That sucked. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. awful. And then my nice would be the Saints jerseys. Yeah. I saw one highlight, and I thought the Saints jerseys looked pretty good. So that was that. That's really – this game didn't happen. It didn't happen, but the score was 21 It didn't happen. It did. But it didn't happen. Yeah. If it, if it so, did, I would, I would have to guess 21-18 Saints. Uh, I, Desmond Ritter made his first start, something like that. I don't know. But it didn't yeah. happen. Uh, didn't, didn't happen. But – Let's go back to Saturday because we had some of the best football I've seen in a in a while. Um and it really kicked off a quite bizarre weekend. So I I don't know about you, but here's kind of my, how my Saturday went was oh yeah, we have NFL football on today. 
that's cool. And I was watching the HB, HBCU National Championship game, um, and then I flipped it over to the, to the Colts and uh, Vikings game, and the Colts just were curb-stomping the Vikings. So I turned it off and went back to watch some college football, and Twitter just absolutely erupted, so I flipped it back on, and we can talk about what happened, but, like, what was, what was, did you set out to watch this game, or was this kind of one like me where you, like, flipped it on, we're kind of following it, didn't see what happened, like, what was going on for you during this game, Kellen? Uh, what was going on for me during this game is I was making the journey from Texas to Indiana, so I didn't Loser. get to see yeah, the Kellen's largest comeback in NFL yeah. history. Yeah, uh, that's unfortunately, tough. I, I saw the extended highlights of the game, if that means anything. Um, but Kirk Cousins is the MVP of the league is basically what I what I took away from this, even though the Vikings did score a defensive and special teams touchdown. Uh, so he didn't even account for that full 33-point comeback. But uh, you know what? I, I, um, I'm a believer in, in Kirk Cousins uh, as my NFL MVP. He's still my MVP this year. Trevor Lawrence might be closing the gap, but those are the top two right now. Those my takeaway from the game. And uh, Matt Ryan and Matt Ryan will never ever live down that Super Bowl loss because on top of that, now you have the largest uh, blown lead in NFL history. So that's largest blown lead in, lead in Super Bowl history and uh, NFL history. That yeah, can't so, feel so- good as a quarterback and former MVP. No, what's your what's your uh, naughty and nice from this game if you have one, Cullen? So my naughty list is Matt Ryan, and nice list is Kirk Cousins. I'm just going to keep it pretty black and white for this one. Okay, um, that's that's I I, I kind of explained it already on that. Kirk Cousins MVP, Matt Ryan, tough game, black and white. Yeah, uh, so it's pretty chalk I, for me here. And then the gift that I want to give out because. Uh, because of the comebacks that were being made, is uh, progressive. That's that's who I'm giving a gift to. Progressive. I'm giving you comeback player of the year because the okay. commercials are getting stronger for progressive. I don't know if you've noticed this. Progressive is making a comeback on their commercial quality. I've I've chuckled at their two most new commercials, and uh, I haven't chuckled at a progressive commercial in ages. It feels like so they're my comeback player of the year this holiday season. That's the gift that I'm giving away. No, I like that. I like that. And I did actually watch the almost entire second half of this game. And I just had a few takeaways because, like, I the Colts just, they stunk. They were so bad. Minnesota's defense was unbelievable down the stretch. And the refs literally gave this game to the Colts, and the Colts didn't take it. Like, the refs screwed Minnesota harder than a That's team. That's that Midwest been courtesy right there. In so long, it was it was unbelievable. Um, they, if you didn't see it, the Vikings stripped the ball, and then the refs blew the play dead while the ball was on the ground. Vikings picked it up, ran it back because they thought it was a continuation of the play. And the refs were like, no. And so the Vikings player loses his mind, gets a 15-yard penalty on top of that for unsportsmanlike conduct for screaming at the ref. Like, it is so easy as a ref to let the play play out. Because guess what? You have replay in your back pocket that if the runner was actually down, you could go back, review that, and say, oh, the runner was down. If you, Once you blow the whistle, you can't go back. And 
changed the outcome of a play. So the Vikings got absolutely, completely and utterly screwed in this game. But my naughty and nice from the game, naughty list, Jeff Saturday. That was terrible. And he said in his introductory press conference, like, maybe I'm not going to be good at this or whatever, and that's fine. It's pretty clear that he is not good at this. I don't know what <laughs> he did. You're not good. You're right. <laughs> like, like I, I, I don't know. I don't know what he did in in at halftime. I don't know what what co- like. No idea what the message was, but it was not the correct one that he sent. And then my nice list is like the twenty eight to three memes because guess what, Matt Ryan, you kind of have been wishing for these to go away. You went on another podcast and you were talking about. How like people bring up twenty eight to three all the time? Guess what? Twenty eight to three is now dead. Twenty eight to three is dead, Kellen, because thirty three to nothing is here and it's here to stay. And I don't know that this one was as much Matt Ryan's fault, but like that's so bad. It is so bad that you just he's still he's you didn't he's have to still do much the face of it though. Yes, yeah. it is. It is worth noting. What? It is very much worth noting that Jonathan Taylor got hurt early in this game. So the Colts just could not run the football to kill time. Like, they couldn't do anything. Uh, it, was, it was embarrassing. It was really funny. But I liked having NFL football on a Saturday. It was pretty nice for me. Um, and we had two, two of the three games were great. The second game, I don't really want to talk too long about. I don't know if you have any notes on this. I know you were driving, so you probably didn't see it. But this is the first time. You're seeing me right now. This is my reaction to reading the score for the first time in this game. The Browns beat the Ravens 13-3. to This game makes me sick. This result makes me sick because of what happened last week. Um, so my naughty from this one is just Deshaun Watson because he's, he's naughty. And my nice is me because I didn't watch this game. So wow. I didn't get worked Josh. up over it. <laughs> Josh, th- that is that is a great naughty and nice list because literally, literally, and you're not even going to believe this. My naughty list is Josh Borger because you're a pervert for for probably enjoying so- some person like some person's misery as a part of this game. This was thirteen to three, the final score of this game. This is an no. ugly football game that I Lord knows I wish wasn't even played. And you're a little per- you're a skeevy little perv, Josh for for, you know, taking enjoyment in someone else's misery. And my nice list, and the greatest twist of events, is Deshaun Watson. Um, just kidding. I hate – no, was, I – I, no, it, I didn't take any joy out it, of this game. This game sucked for no, me. No, wait, wait, wait. Before – just let me finish because it's not actually Deshaun Watson. Um, I just need to put that out there. Uh, it's not – it's everyone involved in this game besides Deshaun Watson uh, because – and actually, maybe Kareem Hunt because he might not be the best guy as well. Uh, just because you know, we we know why they're not <laughs> Kareem they're not the Hunt best might not be the best guy. <laughs> I'm just yeah. It, it, do you disagree with me on that? Is that what you're trying to say, Josh? I would say or he 100 more... is not the night. He's not the best guy. I wouldn't say he might not be the best guy. I would just I say. He... <sighs> I don't need to take a firm stance on every issue like you, Josh. Okay, I can be I can be on the fence on everything if I want to be. Uh, okay, and my my gift that I want to give away for this game, it goes it, it's Lamar to uh, Taylor Huntley, Tyler Huntley. I, I forget uh, Huntley. We'll just call him Huntley. Uh, Lamar is going to give Huntley half of his next contract because of how bad he played. Because the Ravens are really going to realize, yeah, 
Uh, we need Lamar around for next season. It, this the Huntley sucks. Huntley's a nice backup, and he we might we might even get something if we trade him because he, people are still going to be high on him after this game. Just just so everyone knows, people are still going to yeah. be high on him. But Lamar is going to be owed a lot of money because the Ravens are not they're nothing. They're nothing without him. They really they're yeah. not. You know they're still probably not going to win a Super Bowl with him. But they're truly nothing without him. Three points is abysmal against the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, it was especially when your defense brutal. holds them to thirteen. Um, Tucker missed two field goals. Well, he had one blocked, missed one. Um, that that's where I might be a little perverted, and that I loved. I like that. Um, but mm, anyway, yeah, let's get to the little, sa- the Saturday night freak. game because this You're one a freaky this, boy around this Christmas one was time, fun. Huh? Mm. The this this don't just, uh, don't just ignore Bills, what I'm Dolphins. saying about you. Come acknowledge me. <laughs> this Bills Dolphins. No, this Bills Dolphins game, Calum. No, just say something Calum, to were you acknowledge home? me, real quick. Yeah, <laughs> were you were you home for the Bills Dolphins game? That's what I want to know. <laughs> I was not. I feel really left out right now because I was. I still wow. couldn't watch this game either. You missed some of the greatest moments, like ever this weekend. If you, we had uh, three kind of like say that to me. I don't want. We. I don't, we want, I don't want that to there be were the case. Three, three moments this weekend where. Everyone in the sport, sports world was watching the exact same thing and just loving everything, and you only saw one of them. Um, Wait, Josh. So, Josh, can I say something off the record right now? What? Do I have to cut it? You you don't have to cut it, but this is off the record. So everybody at, who's listening, stop listening for a second, okay? Uh, this, this is a private conversation between me and Josh, okay? Uh, I had to drive a rental yeah. car to uh, because my car is still in the shop uh, from from Texas to Indiana, and uh, during the end of the World Cup game, I was returning the car. So, okay, everybody who who wasn't listening can now start oh listening again. Yeah. <laughs> so I uh, <laughs> wasn't the best sports weekend for me, um, but nobody oh. knows why exactly. Thankfully. Uh, so, Josh, okay. why don't you why don't you run run down the Dolphins Bills game a little bit for us? So, um, going this entire week, the the Dolphins pretended to, they did this bit of like, oh, it's not cold. Like we're cold. Like we can play in the cold. We're fine to play in the cold. Tua goes, it snows in Alabama, guys. Um, and McDaniel's that was wearing stupid churches. of him. That was really stupid yeah, of him. McDaniel's. McDaniel wears a, sh- a shirt that says, I wish it was colder. No, they didn't because guess what? Tua was literally in a he, – he looked like Bill Belichick, just a, a pile of laundry on the sideline is what Tua looked like, trying to stay warm in <laughs> Buffalo. Um, I think uh, – sorry, I just think pile of laundry is actually the best way I've ever heard Bill Belichick <laughs> described in my life. Yeah. That, that is exactly and, what he looks like at all times. <laughs> And so, like, I mean, the the Bills or the Dolphins hung in this game for a while. The Bills end up throwing the knockout punch. It was a snow globe game. The best, one of the best sports moments ever. And they they are my naughty for this. Is Bills fans got the game delayed for throwing snowballs on the field? I mean, it they got hit with they, like a. Foot they've of done snow. that before too. I know. They got the they got I like the game got delayed. My, I mean. If Miami didn't come out and talk about how they like were like, oh yeah, it's not like we're we're ready for the cold. We want the cold. 
I don't know that Bills fans do this to that extreme, but like they covered the field pretty substantially um, in this game, and then we got a snow globe finish to the game when it really started snowing, and we got Buffalo elements. Um, the Bills just took over, and this is good for me because I've been on the narrative of I will not believe the Dolphins till they go into Kansas City or Buffalo in the cold and win a game. They came very close to doing that. Um, and my nice is the Bills kicker, Tyler Bass, kicked a 25-yard field goal. Guess what, Kellen? I'm gonna I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the Bears some credit right here because it was in the middle of a blizzard. 25-yard like field goal is not a sure thing, especially with snow. And the Bills players all used their hands and feet to clean the field. They didn't bring on any objects because we learned earlier in the year you can't bring on objects. So <laughs> the Bears actually won this football game, um, which is just crazy is, yeah. that the Bears the Bears won the game. Um, is the moral of this story. So it's it's too bad that you didn't see that that ending. But that's really all I have on that. It was fun. Everyone was watching it. And do you have – I'll let you take over with some of these Sunday games then. Where do you want to start? Because well, um, I still have I'm a naughty, maybe I still have a actually, naughty and nice list. I did st- you – oh, oh so, sorry. I don't know where yeah, I got I mean, the impression that you might not have watched this game from. But, yeah, okay. no, but I Go can ahead. still make a naughty and nice list. I'm not a Santa Claus. I can't see yeah. everything at all times, but I can make a naughty and nice list, okay? Uh, so my naughty okay. list is Devin Singletary for not going into the end zone. Uh, I don't know <laughs> what he's thinking. A field goal in those conditions, are it's not a given. It's There's snow all over the field. You saw what the players had to do to clear room for that field goal. My nice list, again, it, it, it's Tyler Bass as well. I'm disappointed I didn't put Bears fans, though. That was a, or, or just the Bears. Uh, I don't yeah. know why the fans would have been involved in that. Uh, the Bears, yeah, I should have put that as well. And then my gift is I would like to give uh, Tua an explanation, a meteorology lesson more than anything, uh, because, yes, it does snow in Alabama. Not like it does in Buffalo, though, dipshit, okay? I don't know what you're thinking about there that. Was... And even if it snows in, just as much in Alabama, those temperatures are not going to be the same. I think that's what they were talking about, moron, all right? It's, it's not Hawaii anymore. Your, yeah, that, there was... that actually, as, as someone who is from, you know, up north, more that that disrespect to the elements it it upset me a little bit and i'm i i've eased off on on tua uh not eased off i i've i've cooled off on tua a little bit now because of that yeah and uh, i'm I'm, I'm joining you on your take they need to win they do need to win a bad weather game they do i think in the fourth quarter the stadium itself got more snow than alabama's seen in the last 20 years so um, yeah. <laughs> nice. Of course, nice did. one, Tua. You're Tua. You're an idiot. So, yeah, that's it. it that's snows in Alabama too. Actually, it, actually kinda... it really, it really doesn't snow in Alabama. If you think about you it, you should it probably doesn't. say it, it doesn't stick it to the ground. It has snowed. It has snowed once, maybe or twice in Alabama, guys. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Let's he, get he into should have just Sunday said, action, "I understand though. the theory of snow." Yeah. Let's yeah. yeah. Let's go to Sunday. Yeah. What game do you want to talk about first, Josh? I I don't know. How about you? You take over here. You let me know where you want to go. What you want to okay. do? Um. Well, we'll go. We'll go. Uh, we'll go Sunday night football to start. To start off, uh, we had Giants and Commanders. Huge game for both teams. Seven five and one. Both of those teams. Uh, and whoever won the game was gonna 
it, it is going to have a lot better shot of making the playoffs now. And uh, the Giants pulled out the win. A little bit of questionable calls at the end, I will say. I, I'm not. I'm not biased. I don't have a. I don't have a, a, a stake. Or yeah, I don't have stake in this game at all. And um, that that offsides or illegal formation call on Terry McLaurin, where he did point at the ground, and the ref looked like he gave him a little bit of confirmation. That was questionable. And then definitely. Definitely pass interference in the end zone on that very last play that the commanders had. And I don't know how that's called, how that's not called. Again, refs are not people. The refs are on my naughty list because you are not people. You are not getting presents. When the, when the situation needs you guys to officiate a game correctly the most, that is when referees and officials tuck their tails between their legs the most, unfortunately. And again, I'm calling for some accountability among NFL officiating. I know they'll never get any they'll, they'll never need any accountability because that's the way the NFL works, but it's absolutely ridiculous. Those were two awful calls in a row and you can point directly to that costing the Commanders the football game. Uh so my nice list is uh well I'll give my gift away first cuz my nice list has nothing to do with the game. Uh but my the gift I want to give is to Terry McCauley who is the rules expert for NBC. And yep. I want to uh, shove a rat down his throat because he's a rat and he's a snitch and he's a cop. And uh, that's all he is. I hate the rules experts. I hate every single one of them. Gene Steratore, Dean Blandino, John Perry. All you guys are crooks, cops, rats, whatever you want to call them. Uh, and you're the yeah. worst. You're simply the worst. I, 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 The first year they had the rules experts on the panel, was kind of interesting, but then I'm like, oh, I know all the rules that they're telling me. There's really very rare situations that I actually need them, and the announcers know the rules even better than me, so they don't really need these guys either. I don't know what the hell they're doing. Like, the the announcers have to play dumb for, like, five minutes at a time because they're like, well, why was that called? And it's like, oh, because his foot was obviously out of bounds. Uh, why, why, do, why are they playing dumb for these guys? Yeah. It's ridiculous. So Terry McCauley... Uh, I can't stand you, but I'm giving you a gift. It's a rat. Nice. Your nice list? Oh, my nice list. This is another commercial thing. It's the You've Got Mail guy. Uh, because there was, did you see that You've Got Sales commercial? They, there's, he's going like, yes. You've Got Sales. Mm -hmm. You've Got Sales. And then he yeah. goes, Goodbye at the end. And it's a, he sounds exactly the same. That guy had to record the You've Got Mail thing. Like, I don't know, like 20 years ago, at least 25 years ago, something like that. He sounds mm -hmm. exactly the same. And I don't know if you remember that video of the O'Reilly people at the wedding doing the oh, 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 O'Reilly. They kind of yeah. lost their fastball a little yeah. bit. They did. And the You've Got Mail guy, yeah. he, he's still on his game. That, he's just a pro. He's a, he's an absolute nice. pro. That's why he's on my nice list. And uh, give him all the flowers. He deserves all the credit. Man, I, I was impressed yeah. to, to hear that voice hold, held up. I like that. Um, that's that's a good one. Out. You mentioned everything in this game that I was going to mention. We have the same naughty list. It's the refs. Screw them. For my nice list, um, I have this. This is this first part. The first words in quotes here. Um, well, actually, not the first word, but it's the commanders for quotes here fixing the Sean Taylor Memorial. Um, they put the correct jersey. Oh. And they taped the ankle so you couldn't see that it was uh, soccer cleats is easier. 
as easy. So they, <laughs> they fixed just it didn't and... even switch out the cleats. That, no, that, they said cleats, the cleats are good enough. He, he might have worn soccer cleats. Yeah, they they just taped the ankles. <laughs> um, and they said that they are going to continue adding to it when it as it's appropriate or something like that. So um, <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean continue adding to it? Congratulations. But that's like their. Uh, <laughs> That that's that's Dan Snyder. Okay, hey Dan Snyder, nice list because he's finally selling the Commanders. So, <laughs> but he might congratulations, not have to. Dan I just, Snyder. I saw a report that he might not have to. So there's his gift. Okay, okay, you know what? This still Dan Snyder, nice list because he's been on the naughty list every single year, and he tried to fix a mistake in the cheapest way possible, which is what he's doing. And that the Commanders are basically saying, hey, we know you hate the Memorial. We know it does suck. We didn't really try. We left an intern in charge of this whole project, by the way. So we're gonna. But you know what? We might. So we're gonna. Ch- say. We might. We will leave it open. We'll leave it open to maybe fixing it one day. That's what they said. That's like a, that's yeah. like your girlfriend, like your your ex, being like, "Hey, maybe we'll get back together one day." That's what the Ford that or, I don't know why I said Forty Nights. That's what the Commanders are telling all of their fans. Like, hey, you're still waiting. On them? We might. We we might get fixed. Oh, still waiting on what? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Heard uh, uh-huh. back together with you. Uh-huh. No, no thanks. Get. Okay. I don't even know which um, one you're talking about. So, <laughs> I pick any of them. Pick literally any of them. <laughs> okay, of them well then I will le- say no of, to all of them. Two of them are seeming less likely based on social media, but um. <laughs> Yeah, let's yeah, move yeah, on that... to <laughs> let's move on to our next let's move on to our next game here. Um, let's go with the Buccaneers and the not so Cincinnati Bengals. Um, in this game, uh, Tom Brady lost. That's the big headline here that I'm going to go with. That's my nice list. Is that Tom Brady lost? <laughs> we got we, um, yeah. We, we got to keep things festive, keep things happy here on that. So yeah, he lost. Good. Ho ho ho! Tom Brady lost. Um, St. Thomas lost. This is not your moment. And then for my naughty list, I have – I just hate the Bengals. So, um, well, it says Bungles, but I, I wrote Bungles. So that's that's what my takeaways are from this game. Kellen, do you have any notes on the Tom Brady loss today? Because Tom it, Brady lost. Yeah, so uh, it was – I mean – I don't know who against. It, it was a big-time blow. I don't know who they were playing, but they- – It was a big-time blow. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember either. We're trying, yeah. We're trying to keep things happy. We're, we're we're staying in the holiday spirit and talking about who beat them would not get us in the holiday spirit, or at least not get Josh in the holiday spirit. But my uh, my nice list is us, Josh, because ever since we called out uh, Joe Burrow or he who shall not be named, I guess at this point, uh, hey, he's been playing good football. And then my naughty list is Giovanni Bernard uh, because that fake punt completely changed the momentum of the game. I it should actually be Todd Bowles because why are you calling a fake punt up 17 to 3? I don't I don't understand that at all. That was one of the more bizarre play calls I've I've seen. Uh so yeah, I'm going to change it to Todd Bowles. You're you're on my naughty list. What you're a really bad head nice. coach, dude. I thought it was the Jets effect being being like his issue before, but no, it's him. And uh the gift I want to give is actually being given to Tom Brady uh, because there's a movie being made about kind of him 
where a bunch of 80 year old ladies want to suck him off so that he's my um he's my player of the week that's his way to stay relevant is grandmas are into him now so big ups dude big ups good for him yeah. Yeah. Did you see? Did you see the trailer? Um, yes, for that, that's for right. That, or that that commercial for those no. uh, for that movie? You would hate it. You would hate watch that movie so. Hard. No, I don't think I want to see that. I, I don't think I'm going to do any of that. Um, but what I am going to do you, is have move you hate, past. Have you hate watched? Have you hate watched a like a non sporting event before? Um, I don't think I have. Shoot, yes, but I can't think. Of I can't exactly say that, what it would have been. I yeah. have, but we'll I don't have to, know We'll why. have to come back to that. We'll, cir- there was some, we'll circle I, back on that. Marvel movies, I've hate-watched those. Um, Which ones? But most of them, except for the Deadpool ones. Anything that's come okay. out in the last six years that Marvel's made that's not Deadpool, I've hate-watched, if I watched it at all. I will... Um, I want to say this. Josh has actually been... Way like Marvel has kind of gotten to the point where everybody's gotten sick of it. Josh was way ahead of everyone on that. Josh hated Marvel when everybody yeah. loved Marvel. I I want to put that out there. You were the original hater. You would you would win an Same award with Tony at the Romo, hater I feel like I got I got Tony Romo and I've got you were Marvel yeah all I have. Um, <laughs> so yeah. I'll keep Although, I'll keep. Those I think ones. there's still a lot of people um, that <laughs> there's still a lot of people that like Tony Romo though too. Unfortunately. But no, I but was you were ahead to, but that. I was listening to uh I was listening to Mad Dog last night before I went to bed and there were quite a few um quite a few callers that called in talking about Tony Romo and how bad he is and how they don't like him like Wait, so Mad Dog whatever. Like Chris I've been ahead Russo? of that one. Well, like yeah, Chris Russo they have a network called Mad Dog sports he wasn't actually on last night but yes like oh chris thank Russo's goodness dog. okay i was gonna um, say like you you go out of your way to listen to chris russo man no no i listen to that, that network would... because they can they can actually kind of like swear and stuff semi on there so it's like it oh. to me I, I like it i think it's better sports coverage to some extent because there's just this old dude that complains every <laughs> single night they're allowed to talk. swear like, so it's better my, content like, <laughs> no one of my favorite things i wish i could remember his name um it might be JT the Brick, but whatever. He's on every single night. So I love, like, Monday nights when I'm not watching the Monday night game anymore or Thursday nights because all they do is, like, talk about how they have the radio feed going and it's ahead of the TV feed. And he's like, we'll tell you what happens, but we already know. So now after it happens, we'll show you the TV feed because radio is just ahead of TV and it's just better. Like, it's just an entire soapbox on how – um, radio is better than TV, and he also talks crap that's about psychotic. Tom Brady, so that that's is why psychotic I like it. To think that. <laughs> okay, that. But like, it's just. It's I was so waiting funny. for it's, that. It's I was just waiting bit. for that last part. Oh, and they hate Tom Brady. Okay. Oh, that's why Josh <laughs> so, is into it. I got it. That that's what sense. I listen to. I like it. Great sports coverage there. Um, let's move into our next game. I got the Chargers and Titans up here. Um, this one, I did not pay a ton of attention to, well, I paid attention to the final score. I didn't pay attention to much of the game as it was happening because my Pittsburgh Penguins were playing at the same time. Um, Chargers win 17, 14, last second field goal. And what I've got to do is the naughty list is the Steelers playoff chances because they were just about screwed when the Chargers won this game. 
they're not over. There's still a chance. But the Steelers kind of got screwed by this. My nice list is the Ryan Tannehill memes from him in the injury tent. Um, Because that was a lot of fun for me on Twitter. So, I don't know what your thoughts were on this game. Hand up. Didn't watch that much of it. But those were my two big takeaways from the game. I was only following because the players or the Steelers playoff chances were hanging in the balance. And that sucked. So, okay. What? Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm so, I'm sorry to hear that about about your your Stillers, uh, but the Titans are also dead as well. Uh, they have lost yeah. four games in a row now. They were seven and three. They're now seven and seven, five hundred. They are one game ahead of the Jaguars in that division, which we're talking about them next, Josh. Just so you know, very next yep. team we're talking about is yes. the Jacksonville Jaguars yes. because uh, and. Uh, it was great. I, I don't think the Chargers could have lost that game because of the uniforms that they wore. It was a great uniform game for them. Uh, mm-hmm. Similar to George Costanza wanting to drape himself in velvet. I want to drape myself in those Chargers royal blue uniforms. They are so yes. sexy. Uh, great uniforms. Derrick Henry, 21 carries, 104 yards and a touchdown. He's just doing regular Derrick Henry stuff, averaging five yards a carry. The Chargers have hit a hot streak. They've won three games in a row now, I think. and. Uh, the other defense still let up five yards of carry against Derrick Henry, but only holding the Titans, who are actually not a great offensive team, to 14 points is, I guess, uh, something to celebrate. It's still a professional football team with playoff aspirations uh, that yeah. you played uh, You played a good defensive game against. That defense still does need to get better, better though. They need to get healthier uh, before they get better, I think, uh, is what needs to happen. Uh, but the Chargers have now put themselves in the driver's seat to make the playoffs, at least as a wild card team. Um, and that's, that's good for ju- the Justin Herbert uh, legacy. And it's mm-hmm. just been kind of everywhere this season. It feels like, even though I think, I think Herbert has been pretty consistent. It's just the team around him hasn't been. Uh, so that's why Justin Herbert is my, is on my nice list. And, uh, my naughty list is me for refusing to look up John Robinson's name last week because that's the Titans GM who got fired, just so everybody knows. The Titans are abysmal. Yep. His name is John Robinson. He is out of a job. If you're looking for a GM, NFL teams out there, we we did a quick Google search here at Totally Unbiased Sports. We discovered his name, so we now know. Uh, and the gift that I'm giving out is uh, it goes to Justin Herbert because finally, finally, the worst guy on Twitter, Emmanuel Acho, is not talking about him anymore. Have you seen, like, Emmanuel Acho going in on Justin Herbert? He just, like, picked out, hey, I'm going to hate Justin Herbert this season until he proves me wrong. And they finally, like, gave up on it because everybody just hated what he was doing. Uh, The Acho brothers on, like, ESPN – and FS1, they just remind me of the McPoyle siblings, dude. Of yes. like on It's Always Sunny. They're just they're just the worst. They're like I just wish they weren't around like at all times. I don't know why they're on those networks, because they're not good at their jobs. They really aren't. No, they're bad. I, I don't know what else to say about them. Like uh did you see did you see like what Emmanuel Acho was doing like for a month no, straight to Justin Herbert? No, because I don't follow that. I don't follow that. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not even going to deny that. I just. Whew. He's just. He's just annoying. Stop. He's an annoying guy. Uh, don't recommend uh, following them in any sort of capacity. 
But that's Titans Chargers. I mean, the Chargers are hot. The Titans are the complete opposite. I, I, the Chargers are still a very flawed team heading into the playoffs, but they do have enough talent to be a playoff team, which if I'm a Chargers fan is a little bit terrifying for me because yeah, you have the quarterback situation figured out. That's great. And you never know what can happen in the playoffs when you have a good quarterback. He can put, that's the one guy in the NFL for uh, for there being 22 guys on the field at all time. That's the guy who makes the biggest difference and can absolutely elevate a team mm-hmm. towards a championship. Uh, and and you know, like he can stand on his head like a goalie does in, in the playoffs. And it, it's he, he has the greatest impact. Uh, so that's great for them. But also Brandon Staley is he might be there next year, and I think he should be fired. Yeah, if the Chargers want to reach their full potential, I guess. If I mean, where, where are you at? On no, Brandon I've, I've been out on him this whole I'm year because it's just like, he should be doing more with that roster. Right. I, I like him cause he's enter- like, he's entertaining and I like that he goes for it all the time, but I'm with you at, in terms of, he's just not a good, I don't think he's a good coach. I think, he has bits and pieces yeah. of what it takes to be a good coach. I just don't – he doesn't have the whole thing there. Um, but, I, like, I like the aggressive style he goes with. Maybe an offensive coordinator position would be better for him or something where he doesn't have to manage everything. But, like, he's a, I like he's his a defensive coach. Nature. So, yeah, like – but he always – like, I, what I've liked most he could, about he him pull the is map the fact Patricia. that he's been aggressive. Yeah, he should. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. God, that would be miserable. So – Let's get over to let's, uh, Jacksonville because let's go. Wow, Saxon. what a game! Um, the Jaguars beat the Cowboys forty to thirty four in overtime. We had a, quite a few overtime games here this week, but what a I mean, what a letdown for the Cowboys! I everyone's talking, and I think you're going to go the opposite direction here. Most people are talking about how the Cowboys lost this game and how there's no chance. Like, like this is all on the Cowboys for the most part in the national media and everything. That's what everyone's talking about is the Cowboys. I have a feeling you're going to bring everything to Jacksonville in this game. So what were your thoughts and takeaways from this game? Because I'm with the national media and this is the Cowboys lost this and that's an abysmal loss for the Cowboys. So go ahead, Jacksonville, Stan, Helen Getty. It is absolutely a, a a devastating loss for the Cowboys. That that can't be ignored. And because we we are national media, Josh, we're for everyone. We're international media. If you really want to put it that way, I think we got some listeners overseas, probably. Uh, but I, I'll say something about the Cowboys' uh, perspective before I get into the Jags. Um, is I'm like I'm not even a Cowboys fan, but this season did feel a little bit different for the Cowboys. But also, I feel like they say, say that every year. So this is like the prerequisite for what happens every season for the Cowboys before their implosion. So guess what, Cowboys fans? It is every season. This is not going to end well for you. You are going to be really sad. And I am anticipating a first-round playoff exit. Call me crazy, but I am I am expecting that now. I don't know. Yeah, that's really out later. there. The Cowboys might lose in the first round. Uh, so... That I'm just putting that out there. But Jacksonville. Oh, baby, Jacksonville. Josh, let me tell you something. This is the gift that I'm giving away 
for this game, it's to you. I'm giving you a free pass right now to jump on the Jacksonville Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence bandwagon, open invitation, tis the season of giving right now. Will you accept that invitation? Yes or no? No. No, absolutely not. No chance wow. I'll ever accept the All invitation. Right. I do not I do not like the Jags. Um just it is like, never just coming like back again. You're never getting invited again. Good. This is my last never, invitation, just so never, you know. Okay. Never invite me again because I talked about the beginning of the Steelers <laughs> dynasty and the fifty year the fiftieth anniversary of the Immaculate Reception coming up, which started the Steelers. The law, the playoff loss at home to Jacksonville ended the Pittsburgh Steelers. That is the definitive end. Oh, sorry. You're gonna. That is the it, end. That was the a... end of the Pittsburgh Steelers. So it, they didn't even. They didn't even make it fifty years. They haven't even been around for fifty years. That's how pathetic it is. I'm now waiting for the new start of the Pittsburgh Steelers again. Um, like, but you have those two dates. So, you have those two dates, December twenty third, and. January, whatever, when we lost, those are the two dates. That's the beginning and the end of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I will never jump on any bandwagon related to Jacksonville. Anything in or around Jacksonville, I will never like it. I despise them. I decline your offer politely, respectfully. Okay. Respectfully, never invite me again, (laughs) said Josh. But what I really want, I, 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 I need you to get like a, you need to get a PhD now that because you, you got like your master's and everything. You need to get a PhD in like uh, some sort of science, and you need to get in, be the guy in charge of like naming eras. Like you got the Jurassic period, like the whatever yeah. other periods. I only know the Jurassic period. That's the only one that I know the name of. But you need to just that fifty year from like hey twenty twenty or whatever whenever they lost to like nineteen seventy. Uh, that was the Pittsburgh Steelers era in world history, literal world history. That was just Pittsburgh Steelers. Let's just name it Pittsburgh Steelers. I think that's a really good idea. Um, so, it was. It, it, it won't start but, again. Like it, it genuinely will not start again until they win another Super Bowl. There's like the Steelers aren't. Okay. They they don't exist until they win another Super Bowl in history. They they just don't but, exist. So that's fair. But we can. We can get back to talking about so, the yeah, Jacksonville during, Jaguars yeah, and Cowboys. During that time, just work on your PhD then. Um, yeah, I want to okay. talk about the Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence <laughs> is starting to look like the number one pick that he was billed as. Like, not just a number one pick. He's looking like the legit, surefire number one pick that he was billed as. He's been great for a couple games in a row now. Like, really, really good. Really good. His top receiver right now during that streak has been Zay Jones, who has been banished by multiple NFL teams, uh, and his time is worn thin in multiple locations. I, I think he's talented, but he's definitely not he's not a top thirty receiver in the NFL. He's I wouldn't I would say he's not top forty even. He's 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 a fine receiver and he does and he obviously has good rapport with Trevor Lawrence. But I mean they, there's a reason that the Jacksonville Jaguars made a trade for a guy who is suspended this entire season, Calvin Ridley. They they need weapons for yeah. their first overall pick quarterback. And they definitely believe in this guy. How could you not believe in him as a Jaguars fan now? It, I would. This is the most exciting it, it has ever been to be a Jaguars fan, ever. I can say that undoubtedly for a fact, ever. Uh and it's because of the quarterback position. It's because there's no longer Urban Meyer there. 
so that's why Doug Peterson is on my nice list. And my naughty list goes to Aaron Donald for tarnishing the great name of Urban Meyer by making him look like a complete idiot for not knowing who Aaron Donald was. Uh, so things are turning around in, in Duval, and uh, great time to be a Jaguars fan. Yep. Josh, you're no longer welcome to if the if the Jaguars you. play the Bengals, Thank you're you. not allowed to cheer for the Jaguars. Just so you know. Well, no, like, I, I'm the... still allowed to cheer for. I'm allowed to cheer for anyone. <laughs> That is going against an AFC I North see, opponent I should I choose to. I'm completely allowed to do that. I still will always forever in my heart hold disdain against the Jags and Mitch Trubisky. So, but we can talk about so that later. J- but Josh, I have an audience. I, I, yeah. yeah, well, yeah. I, I just have a, I have a question. Like, there, there's like, uh, there's obviously AFC North and then the Patriots. Those are, those are like the most hated teams. And then wherever Tom Brady is, um, those yes. are like, Top, top of the list. And then you have like little personal vendettas, you know, kind of across the league. So I got to know which is, which is higher on that list or like who's more hated between uh, the Jaguars ending the Steelers franchise, I guess. Uh, and the, the Tennessee Titans disrespecting the terrible towel. I want to know who, who, who deserves more, more hate for that. Well, the, the Jags do deserve more hate because the Titans, they got stomped on in the playoffs and the Steelers actually extended their <laughs> franchise by winning a Super Bowl that year. Yeah, be- um, okay, so, like, yeah. that one worked out really, really well because, like, I feel like the Titans, by stomping on the terrible towel, actually ended the Titans franchise. So, the Jags... <laughs> they might have. They may have, actually. The, the Jags actually, like, they... They've never. It's gonna take a while. It's gonna take us just dominating them physically, emotionally, and mentally in Pittsburgh again in the playoffs for me to be able to like maybe work past that therapeutically. So right now it is the Jags um, because I have a rebut. Like, it, it, do you know how much it sucks to not be able to win an argument against a Jags fan? I've never had an argument with a Jags fan because I've never met one. Yeah. But like what hypothetically, you, I would. What do you mean? Like, what? I would have a, I would have like, a. Difficult yeah, is this something time. that's happening to you? I would have a difficult time winning an argument because, like, yeah, I can throw the fact that all I've ever <laughs> seen is winning in their face, but like they're always going to have that, like, hey, we ended your franchise, and I just yeah. personally, they ended my franchise, so I can't really come back from that. How do you come back from someone I, ending your franchise? Um. <laughs> I like that this, this is this is how and this is actually a great look into Josh's mind just so everybody knows this is how Josh kind of views sports it's like who can who can like I need to know who I can make fun of that has no like power over me Josh needs to be at the top of the mountain he needs to be <laughs> king of the hill at all times this this is I need to know who I can make fun of that's who I can kind of cheer for sometimes if i can't if they can make fun of me more than i can make fun of them yeah. i hate them that's basically <laughs> no, how it works for josh that's to a t exactly <laughs> what goes through my brain um it, it's I'm, just it's I'm, one of the I'm, I'm the exact same way that's like that's why like aaron Rodgers, the green bay packers that is why they will always just be in the back of my mind driving me crazy they live they do live rent free in my yeah. head Forever and always, but I and, I'll, I'll admit that all day. And I'll I'll move on here. Uh, let me give my naughty nice. 
um, from this game real quick, and then let's move on. My nice was also Doug Peterson, but this was because he helped out the city of Philadelphia again um, by beating the Cowboys. And my naughty list is Jerry Jones for going out and basically proclaiming that the Cowboys were going for it this year and they were going to sign Odell and they were really going to go for a Super Bowl. <laughs> Literally like 48 hours before they lose to the Jags, he came out and basically and- without saying, without using the words, we're going all in said we're going all in <laughs> and then they lose yeah so, and then he's my naughty list and then also also what 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 can't be ignored was in between him saying hey we're going all in with mike at odell and them losing to the jaguars in overtime uh, by the way on a walk-off pick six uh that hit off noah brown's hands forgot to mention that really great ending of the game but in between those two events happening they signed T.Y. Hilton as well instead yes. of Odell Beckham Jr., which has to be just the – this whole the, – these three events, back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, feels very Cowboys to me, and it has to feel like a massive kick in the balls to Cowboys fans, which, unfortunately, I'm not in Dallas to see that that grief take place. But yeah, but you still, will be still for the playoff game, which is going to be fun. That's true. You that will be for the playoff game, which is gonna be fun. I'm again. I'm so, yeah. I'm, yeah. I got a game here, real quick, that we can just kind of couple. Maybe we can play two, two more. Let's just kind of maybe glance over here, real quick. I got the Chiefs playing. Yeah, we could Texans. just maybe we'll we'll talk. We'll, we'll just do like naughty, nice, and and gifts, real quick. Yeah. For, for these games. Yeah. So I got the Chiefs play the Texans. Um, this game going into it, I don't know what it is. Sometimes I'm really smart with sports. I was looking at the matchups and everything, and I thought to myself, like, for some reason I feel like the Texans could win this game today just because no one's focusing on it whatsoever. There are so many other okay. things happening. Okay, LeBron. The World Cup's going okay. on. Like, no. LeBron, no, LeBron be capping. Josh be capping. No. <laughs> no. So I, and I said it to one of my interns, so I could have him on if I needed to. <laughs> for- but – in, insert LeBron James meme. Josh Borger says, "I think I think the Texans can ca- t- can take the Kansas City Chiefs into overtime this week." That's no, I thought they were going to straight Josh up. Right I now. thought they were going to straight up win. So I was wrong. Oh. I just I thought the Texans were actually just going to straight up win this game in regulation. All right, you know what? So, you so did was, say that because nobody is that crazy. Literally, I was nobody wrong. Would say like, that. no, I'm telling you, my LeBron brain is so broken. <laughs> my brain is so broken that like I was like, yes, that if. This is why I don't sports gamble, because if I could sports gamble, I would win a lot of money, but I also would make stupid oh. bets like this, where I'm like, yeah, I just, I, I looked, I opened the score app, and I saw this game, and I was like, the Texans. That was it. And then it just didn't go any further, and then, like, my intern goes, hey, they're ch- tied with the Chargers, or with the Chiefs, I was like, yeah, I'm a genius. I'm an absolute <laughs> genius. Um, but that, not even that's nice actually the, wait wait Josh yeah. the the Texans are the Texans are so bad that a a close loss for them makes you feel like a genius for calling a win that's like yeah. that's how bad that team is this year that is truly the epitome that's that's real and also uh, sorry, we we're taking way longer on this game than we said we would. <laughs> Just so everybody knows. Uh, I went to a casino for the first time. You reminded me of that, and it's the it was uh nice. it was not fun. I lost a hundred dollars so fast. I lost it so fast. 
I've been to, I, I've never I've been lost to casinos. Money that I've never placed a bet. I yeah. I've been to casinos. And, I've never, uh, I I don't really gamble at them. I just you know like the drinking aspect of it. So yeah, look look this way. You know what that yeah. means. What? You know what it means. What I it's I'm holding really up seven wife. just so everybody knows Thank seven. You, I'm up seven dollars since since coming back to the state of Indiana and placing my sports bets. So seven dollars so up. Thank you, Ben. I'm a win I'm a big winner this week. Yeah. This is the thank you, Ben episode. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> so, I delayed you from your naughty yeah. nice list for too long. Get into it. Naughty nice. Chiefs offense naughty because <laughs> they sucked. Nice Texans offense because they weren't as bad as they sh- they usually are. So <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> okay, there we go. My uh, my nice list is Lovey Smith. Uh, he just needs some people backing him because people are still gonna bl- he's gonna get the blame for this. He's gonna get fired. The Texans do stink, but they've played two close games in back to back weeks where they easily could have won against the Cowboys and Kansas City Chiefs. Back to back, back to back. He's done that consecutive weeks. That's impressive. Keep Lovey's job the for Browns. next year. I'm Let's campaigning for it. Uh. Yeah, hey, yeah, he's playing great football right now. He's got the boys clicking, kind of. Uh, and then my naughty list is Jarek McKinnon for ruining fantasy football playoffs across the league. Uh, this is my personal vendetta because he did get me kicked out of our playoffs. I can't stand him. Where did this guy come from? He's supposed to be their like third-string running back this year. Uh, and so my gift goes to any, any fantasy manager that was playing Jarek McKinnon this week. I think you deserve a full refund. That's stupid. That's not fair. I want my $40 back. Please. Please. Yeah, that's too, that's pretty brutal. please. We'll see if we can get that back. Uh, what game do you want to head to next, Josh? Joshua? Um, one that no one – this game doesn't even matter. The Cardinals played the Broncos. My naughty is injuries. My nice is the Broncos not sucking more than the other team. Um, so I don't know if you have anything to actually talk about in this game, but that was my takeaway from this game is that happened. Yeah, I, I, have a, I just have a few things to talk about, and they're, almost none of them are related to the actual game because – Let's be honest. Who watched a, this game? Who would have watched a game between Nobody. Russell Wilson, who is now just pretty much on the same plane as Zach Wilson? Speaking uh, of at, which, at this point, speaking uh, of which, wait, 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 wait. Did you know? Apparently, I don't know if this is true, but it's true. I heard that the Bears were go like the Seahawks denied a trade for Russell Wilson from the Bears that would have sent Justin Fields and like a bunch of first round picks throughout the next few years to the Seahawks. I- that would have been all-time so, awful. I didn't realize that. I just saw it today. Made me laugh. Um, I would have – it just – it made me think of how happy I would have been had that happened because of how miserable you would have been watching Seattle be a very good team with Justin Fields and Russell Wilson doing God knows what in Chicago. <laughs> but So something, your- something really great. No, this something really great just happened right there. Uh, me and Josh are about to have a lover's quarrel because you obviously don't listen to me, Josh. I said that on the podcast like four weeks ago. What, what's 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 happening? I 
the Bears were big in yeah. on Russell Wilson, and I, I know, I but I didn't, said, I didn't realize I, how I, I might have no, said that exact I didn't realize. same thing word for word. Um, I no, I didn't realize how many first round picks. That was really what did it for me. Yeah, um, it was like it was like three. Yeah, it was like it was gonna be like three first round picks, Justin Fields, uh, and I, I definitely a couple other. I think Akeem Hicks was involved in like trade discussions too. It was gonna be. The house. Yeah. And oh, I love imagine, it. I love it. Yeah, imagine where the Seahawks would God, be right you would now. Be so mi- you'd uh, be so, so miserable. You'd be so miserable. And yeah. it would be so funny how miserable you'd be. I, I would be I would be the lowest I, any person, any sports fan <laughs> could ever be because that is that's a hole that so the miserable. Bears cannot dig themselves out of in my lifetime. They 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 would do that deal and then they would just be awful for literally the rest of my life with no possibility of being good again. They would have been oh. relegated to Detroit Lions territory forever. At least I still God, have, have glimmers so of hope every 4 years or so. so that's miserable. that's what life as a Bears so fan miserable. is like and I'm I'm used to it by now. I'm miserable. God, I know that. That would have been so uh, funny. But my uh my nice I I got naughty nice here. And uh, it's a story that's kind of popping up outside of the game around the Cardinals organization. My nice list goes to Sean Kugler, who was their former offensive line coach. And mm-hmm. he was uh, he was fired after the Cardinals game in Mexico City against the 49ers because it was yeah. alleged that he was uh, being like inappropriate and groping women there. That's not why he's on my nice list. It's because he was falsely accused of that. Uh, it's it, it appears to be, and it was someone else around the Cardinals organization. So my naughty list goes to Steve Keim, the Cardinals GM, who just stepped away from the team out of nowhere for health purposes, he says. And I think it's because, and a lot of people think it's because, uh, oh, there was a fat, bald guy in Cardinals gear with a beard who looks exactly like Sean Coogler, <laughs> that's Steve Kime, just so everybody knows. That's Steve yeah. Kime. They look exactly alike. They both work for the Cardinals, and uh, the timing on that uh, that health uh, issue is way yeah. too convenient for me, doing a little bit of detective work. Uh, so you're on my naughty list. I like that. Uh, stay away from women. Uh, go to a meeting with Deshaun Watson and Robert Kraft, please, uh, I beg of you. So let's just not have this pop up. And it raises a lot of questions. Uh, a lot of questions. Is OJ innocent? People don't know. Like, uh, we, we just don't know what to believe anymore. Uh, so he, thanks a lot. He is. Steve Kime. And he then is. the gift I want to give is I want to give Soldier Field to the Cardinals because you guys just need to restart your franchise at this point. You're so abysmal. You're such a dumpster fire. This, the Bears are going to move out of, out of Chicago to Arlington Heights. There's going to be an empty football stadium there. Take your talents back to Chicago. We will not welcome you with open arms. Yeah. The Bears fans won't. Uh, but I don't know why I said we. I'm not from Chicago. But I am a Bears fan. You will not have any pull on that city. Everybody in Chicago is a Bears fan. I just can't. Uh, but go to back to I Chicago anyways because really. it's not working out in Arizona. What's it like rooting for a team from a city in which you're not actually from? pretty easy i'm closer to yeah. i mean i grew like most of my childhood was living closer to my city than yours so that was pretty nice well but like i was born with within earshot of the screams from heinz field so i don't know i i was just wondering what yeah. it's like to not actually have I, the blood of the city it, that you're from 
Like <laughs> it, it, yeah, literally, I mean, I it literally means nothing to me. Yeah. It, it, it could, it could bad. not mean That's less to me. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. Um, so any, anyway, you're, you're like, you're like, uh, again, that you're I trying don't... to pull this. Wait, 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 no, 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 Josh. No, 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 Josh. You're trying to pull that thing where it's like, you're, you're a Notre Dame fan. You're a Notre Dame fan. This is like, you're trying to do that thing that college fans oh, wow. do. It's like, oh, you didn't even go to the school. How can you be a fan of that? And like, you're not even from the city, the city. I could be a fan of the city still. Like what, what is happening That's here? Weird. Yeah. You're a it's Notre weird. Dame um, fan there, bud. It's, it's weird. Uh, so here's the game that I don't really want to talk about, but I am assuming that we have to. The Lions beat the Jets. I hate the Lions. Um, they're losers. <laughs> and my naughty is Zach Wilson because he sucks. And my nice is, I guess, the Lions' playoff hopes until they screw it up. I really hate the Lions. I hate their fan base. Um, they make me miserable. So that's fun for oh, me. No, so, Josh, here. Here's what we can do. We will – I want to put Lions fans on my nice list. And uh, if we can get an agreement on, on something here, I think they, that they can be on the nice list. Uh, so we got to work together. This is a conditional nice list for Lions fans, okay? This is uh, under the circumstances that we can we can cheer for the underdog. I don't want to cheer for the Lions. We're not going to cheer for the Lions. No. But we cannot – We no. can. me and Josh can do a job and not actively – always rooting against you as long as lions fans can admit that this whole thing that's happening with your team is a fluke. It's just a massive fluke. Can we I do that? Maybe Josh? Get behind is that, that. Fair yes. I could maybe get behind that because like what does bother me most is the fact that they can't even be like, Oh yeah. Like this just is like, they're like, Oh, we're going to the playoffs. We're going to the playoffs. We're good. We're good. Now it's all over. We're finally good. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not a loser. Like you guys, I, I go by championships. I'm not a loser. <laughs> yeah. The, the the Steelers are, de- like we said, Steelers are dead until there's another championship. But, uh, I mean, it does raise the question. We're kind of I, – I started to notice we've been treating the Lions like we're – they're 7-7 seven and seven now. They were 1-6. and six. They're, They are on a hot streak, but we are not taking any of these wins seriously just like we did every year before this for another team called the Green Bay Packers. So are the Lions the new Packers? And more importantly, Josh, are the Packers the new Lions? I hope, well, I hope that the Lions can return to being the Lions, but the Packers can also be the Lions. Um, I just think like... Best case scenario right there. I feel like the Lions are going to do something just really stupid. I feel like they're going to do something very, very dumb. Because I don't trust their ownership, I don't trust their front office, I don't trust the culture in Detroit. So I have a feeling that they are going to do something outrageously stupid in the next six yeah. months, twelve months. They're I gonna think just, that they're going to do something very I dumb. That, I think that stupid action could involve Jared Goff. I don't know in what capacity, but yes. I think it will. And um, yes, I, so it, it, it seems do like something very dumb, but th- that. That's that's the thing with like when they trade when they made that Stafford trade and they brought Goff in, that that felt immediately like this is gonna be this is gonna turn into something very lines. I don't know how this the way this situation is gonna unfold is gonna turn into something very Detroit lines. So just wait and see, uh, be patient. That's what we have to be. Uh, and uh, 
the Lions being good, it does lead to my gift that I want to give away, and it goes to the janitor at the Lions team facility. Uh, I'm giving you a literal ton. That is a U.S. ton of uh, tissue boxes because, man, you got to be running low on those things at the Lions training facility with all the winning that they've been doing lately. Yeah. The amount of tears that are being shed between Dan Campbell and Jamal Williams alone, uh, it could it could put Kleenex in business for the next 50 years, I think. So, yes. lots of money is going to be like need to be uh, expensed on those uh, tissues. And then my naughty list just goes to Jets special teams coach because they gave up another special teams touchdown. Not as egregious as the last one to end a football game yeah. against the Patriots, but still bad. It was the difference in the game. Can't, can't be having those mistakes when your defense is that good. I like it. Um, so should we talk about this final game before we get into ours? Um yeah, we had the been, Raiders. Been delaying this game. This was the Patriots. This was an awesome it, ending. <laughs> it was an unbelievable ending that I just don't even know. I can't even comprehend what happened. It was I earlier in the day, and we'll talk about this in a couple minutes. I thought I saw the dumbest thing I've ever seen done on a football field until I saw the Patriots at the end of this game. And don't get me wrong, I am really, really, really enjoying this. Like, uh, I am enjoying it a ton because the Patriots did something so stupid. And at the exact moment it happened, that that was the, as this was happening simultaneously, the Titans tied it against the Chargers. The Raiders won. The two things that needed to happen were the Raiders winning and the Titans winning for the Steelers to be only one game out of the playoffs and have a very, very good shot because that's that's all I needed. That's all I needed. The Steelers were in the playoffs if this happened. So my nice is the Raiders helping the Steelers. My naughty is the Patriots because it was the most idiotic play I've ever seen. And um, if you weren't watching, what happened is three seconds left. Where were the Patriots? They were probably on their own 30, 40-yard line, somewhere around there. Um, Mac Jones hands the ball off. Patriots running back, don't care what his name is. He's running, Ramondre runs towards Stevens. the sideline, starts getting, starts getting tackled, pitches the ball back to another Patriots player. I don't care because I hate the Patriots. Don't Jacoby care, hate Myers. the Patriots. Um, what, what Kellen said, don't care, hate the Patriots. And he gets the lateral. And it was one of the most confusing things you've ever seen because it's a tie game, people. Three seconds left. You go down, you go to overtime. The Patriots are playing like they're gonna they're they're down in the game and they're trying to tie it. Myers throws the ball across the field to a Mac Jones that is double covered. Well, he threw it backwards, but if he if he were if Mac Jones, <laughs> Mac was a receiver, Jones double covered, let's go. <laughs> if if it was if he threw it to a receiver, Mac Jones is double covered. Chandler Jones. Grabs the ball Mac out of Jones the air. Intercepts. It was a fumble treatment. Fumble recovery, but an actual interception from Chandler Jones, and then he proceeds to run over. Matt, I think Mac Jones is still in the in the turf there. He ran him over. He stiff armed him into oblivion, and ran it back. Raiders win the game. Unbelievable finish. One of the craziest finishes I've ever seen. And I just, 
like, I don't know. I personally, I cannot comprehend having a quarterback that makes, whose running back makes a mistake and doesn't manage to bail him out by making a shoestring tackle. But personally, like, that's just me. I just, I don't know what that's like, Patriots fans. So if you guys want to, like, explain to me how you're feeling, because I've never had a running back make, well, I, I've never had a running back make a crucial mistake late in the game and my quarterback have to make a tackle where my quarterback has not made that tackle. Um, don't know what that feels like. So if you could explain to me what that feels like, such I, would a, love, I would love that. Such a specific um, set of circumstances. I don't know if they can really explain so, that to you either. Sorry. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Ben. Who's your that tackle long and short? Yeah. Um, thank thank you, Ben. That started episode. the Steelers Everybody 2.0 right there. That started Steelers 2.0 with Big Ben making that. Dude, Mac, Mac, Mac Jones, Mac Jones got <laughs> stiff armed so hard that I think he should take up kicking because that he he looks so unathletic. He, got, he does not have quarterback level athleticism. He has kicker level athleticism. You that should was not a be dead getting body. Bo- like I we know, saw a dead. I know body. Chandler Jones. Yeah, I know Chandler Jones is one of the biggest toughest dudes in the NFL, but you can't look like that as a, as the professional quarterback getting stiff armed that bad. Yeah, he he's no, a dead man. The best Put part, in Bailey Zappi at this point. The the best that's, part. Okay. Yeah, go go. The best part though is that he didn't even slow him down. He didn't even slow him down enough for anyone else to catch him. No, he just got murdered on slightly. national television, and wasn't even slowed down one bit. And I loved it. I, and I, as a known Patriots hater, I loved watching their culture crumble in this game. But go ahead, Cal. I think I think this I think this play it it falls. I think it's worse than the Pat McAfee punt. I don't think it's as bad as mm-hmm. the butt fumble in terms of embarrassment, but it is it mm-hmm. is firmly a top three worst play in NFL history, undoubtedly. Yeah, I, I think there's the there's also the botched uh, taking a knee that the Eagles won back in like the '80s or something like that. This mm-hmm. is this is mm-hmm. terrible. There's no excuse for that. This is all I can tell you this much. As much as you hate Bill Belichick, I don't think he coached Jacoby Myers to do a play like that. He's uh No. He, he and knows, that's what I everybody knows better than that. That there's there's I could not believe like w- watching that highlight, I, I, I still don't believe that I've watched it so many times. I don't believe it happened. I don't believe anybody could do anything that stupid and have that little awareness. That is so it was, it was unbelievable. A and the best part is it happened on the Patriots, and the Patriots never make mistakes. They never make stupid yeah. football mistakes, ever. My entire life, the Patriots have never made the dumb mistake. Most of the time, it's because they know what's coming because they're cheating, and they have tape on the other team. But, like, they never make <laughs> stupid mistakes, You cannot. Ever. You cannot and just give a compliment, it was, ever. <laughs> they is... just finally, they finally <laughs> made a dumb mistake, and it felt so good to watch. Because, and, and like I said, I keep coming back to that, that moment put the Steelers in the playoffs for about 30 more seconds until the Chargers kicked a game-winning field goal. But yeah, <laughs> I'm going to hang on to that moment where the Patriots lost everything and they became not the Patriots anymore and the Steelers were in the playoffs. Did we, I'm holding on to that. I'm keeping have, that one forever. Have we done Naughty Nice List yet? I, this one? I did mention, didn't I? Did I mention that one? 
I don't know if I read mine. I think so. I'll do mine then. I'll do I'll do mine then real quick. And then you, yeah, I did. Well, read you mine. just read yours real quick again. Okay, never. Mind. It was the well, Raiders helping then. the Steelers uh, make the playoffs, and the Patriots oh, were yeah, naughty. Okay, so my naughty list goes because the Raiders were involved in this game. Uh, it just goes to John Gruden. We're calling people out this episode. You're naughty, yep. naughty boy. Uh, very naughty, and not a good way. Um, Matt Patricia is on my nice list because the Patriots put up 24 points. That's not a bad offensive performance. It's not that great, but it's not bad. If you take so, out the last Matt three Patricia, seconds, maybe you're figuring things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I. <laughs> I I don't know why he's my on my nice list now because I must have just I don't never mind he's not on my nice list nobody's on my nice list if you go if, if you literally that, take fifty seven if you take fifty nine minutes and fifty seven seconds of that game he can be on your nice list but if you yeah. take the last three no <laughs> yeah yeah Matt Patricia you were on my nice list you were so you almost made it just maybe. Do something to make up for it. I don't know. But yeah, play for overtime, guys. What? Uh, that was ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Hey, we can move into our teams now, Josh, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for this. Not really, but I'm The excited. Steelers won a game, man. So, the Steelers won a game. They won a game in spite of Mitch Trubisky. Not because of Mitch Trubisky. Najee Harris, like, I think I'm going to keep this de- pr- I think probably pr- despite. Despite. In spite would have been like to spite him, right? Oh, uh, whatever. Same thing. Um, I've heard it both Grammar ways. Grammar Nazi. And any anyway, I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it dun, pretty. Da, 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 da. Jalen Hurts has a shoulder Sorry. sprain. I just saw that pop up on my TV. So we'll get there. We'll get there in a second. Sick and bears. Um, Let's go. Nice. We'll get there. Way to go. Bear we'll down. get there in a second. Love it. But all right, I'm gonna keep it pretty short here. Steelers 24, Panthers 16. The Steelers' offense looked—I mean, they looked like they did back in the the golden days where they were just running the football, couldn't throw at all. Mitch still sucks. Mitch is not great. He may—he did not. That's a W. Lose the game. That's a W. He did not lose. That's Mitch a W did not for Mitch. Lose this game. That's a W. Mitch did, Mitch did not lose. Mitchy this game. wins. Mitchy wins. Mitchie, he won one wins. time. Let's go. He won. Pow, one. Pow, Are pow. you trying to drag this out? Because I was actually gonna go quick. Um, so <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry. This, like, this is totally they, on I, me. I just because the longer you keep to. this going, the more I'm gonna think about here that I can I know, talk about. I, so, I know, I know, um, I know, I know. Mr. Bisky made try a few. To punish me for this. Mitch made a few good throws, but Najee Harris was really the story. Jalen Warren's also feeling really good. What really sucks for me is I think Warren's playing a little bit too good that, like, the Steelers are going to get everything else clicking on offense, and then Warren they're going to have to give up Warren, which is really going to suck. Um, but Kenny Pickett's still dead. He got uh, He's still dealing with that concussion. He still is the quarterback when he's healthy. I think he's a way better quarterback than Mitch. He doesn't make the glaring mistakes. Um, because guess what? Mitch is still the reason the Steelers won't make the playoffs. All you needed to do was – Literally, all you needed to do was not throw one of your three interceptions you threw in the red zone. That's all you needed to do. I'll never get over that. My naughty, is, or my nice, I'll start with nice, Deontay Johnson had a really good game. He still, for whatever reason, refuses to catch a football and just turn up field. He catches a football, runs back five yards, then tries to run forward, and usually does not actually get any yardage out of that. He normally loses three yards. 
from where he originally <laughs> caught the ball. One, one, and once again, Josh, yeah. can I just say one nice thing about Deontay Johnson and just leave it at that? Josh, you, you are the well, king I of the said, back of backhand. I did not say that. Really I did are. not call him. He was, he was not Deontay Johnson. You didn't. You didn't. Nice you didn't call. You didn't call. <laughs> you, okay. Well, yeah. Now you threw out the name. Anyways, he wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't today. <laughs> so say something nice about sit. Like as hard as it is for me, I'm going to say something nice about my team. And yeah, Deontay I know it's, it's painful for you. I could tell Deontay Johnson didn't look terrible today. Congratulations. Um, my naughty, because I mentioned this during the, the Patriots game, my naughty is Marcus Allen because up until the Patriots did what they did, Marcus Allen took the cake for the stupidest thing I've ever seen on a football field. And I don't know if you like you were seeing this, the Steelers are up 21 to 10 maybe at this point it might be 20 I think it's 21 10 at this point they are curb they just put together a 21 play drive so the Steelers come out in the second half they run a 10 minute 21 play drive run it down the throats of the Panthers they looked so good everything was clicking feeling great Panthers throw a punch they get into field goal range and then the Steelers defense that 108 million dollar defense comes alive, they come out, right? Boom, sack, okay? Long field goal now. Boom, another sack. Next thing you know, it's fourth and 27. And we go to media timeout. Marcus Allen, who doesn't even play, and I have not seen him been be, be cut yet, because he almost lost this, and I don't think I would be living. I would not be living right now if this was the reason the Steelers lost the game, because they then let the Panthers back in this game because during the TV timeout, Marcus Allen took an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty for walking across the field and going and standing in the Panthers' huddle. During the TV timeout, he walked across the field and just went and stood in their huddle and got an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty. 15 yards, kept the drive alive. The Panthers end up only scoring a field goal, thankfully. But like I almost like I, I was at work watching this, and I almost went ballistic. Like if I was at home, I think I would have had a full blown conniption and probably broke something in my house because it was the dumbest thing I have ever seen on a football field. And I just like I would not be I would not be he alive. Thought he was, he thought I would he, not have been able to keep this to like two minutes. He he thought he was Lance but, Stevenson. Yeah. yeah, that's what it sounds like oh, right there. It was, that's yeah, oh, that is pretty so, dumb. It was uh, so dumb. It's no, it, it is the no so fun dumb. league. You can't do things like that in the no fun league. Uh, let me. I have. I think I have a naughty nice list for this game as well too, uh, Josh. So my naughty list is Matt Canada because why not? You seem to not like him, so I'm just gonna put him on my naughty list. He feel it feels like he should be there. Yeah. Am I right about that? Should he be there? Be, right. Yeah, because I actually one of the Pittsburgh sports media guys like tweeted out like something about like. What do you think is like fitting for Tomlin to do with Marcus Allen today? And obviously, I got like two likes on this too. I replied, I was like, send him packing Ooh, with Matt Canada. Um, so, <laughs> so I'm really now taking the Twitter nice. again to try and get like, I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. An absolute worst case scenario is that the Steelers' offense looks good in the next three games, wins out, maybe makes the playoffs. Matt Canada will have a job next year, 
And I think the Steelers can win out. I think they could still maybe sneak in. But Matt Canada cannot have a job under any circumstance next year at all. Unless they win the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's Super Bowl or Matt Canada is dead. Executed. Maybe he figures it out. Hey, you never know. You never know. And then my nice no. list goes to, no. sorry, Josh, but it's Mitch. Uh, he's a nice guy. He's a nice person. Off the football field, off the football field, this is all I want. I'm sure he's I a nice want. guy. This is all he's I want. Terrible... No, Just... I sent this to my dad no, this morning. That's good. I said, I'm nope. sure. That's good. That's Mitch good. No, 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 we're good. We're good. Shut up. Football field, Mitch needs to be executed. We don't need the backhand. No, stop. The Mitch, right. the Mitch, that, okay, took, the Mitch that took pictures with Ryan but Switzer's kid. he's a kid, nice guy. The, the godfather of <laughs> Ryan Switzer's kid, Mitch, that Mitch nice is a nice guy. Mitch, Great. once he puts Man, on the just, helmet, nope. execute. Nope. Stop. Shut up. Shut up. Okay. Okay. We're so, let's we're get so in. close. Josh, let's Josh, get when, into... when he le- wait, but just real quick, when he leaves the Steelers, you are going to like him, ironically, so hard. Trust me. You're get you're gonna be in, you're gonna be like yeah you're gonna be on the Mitch bandwagon once he leaves yeah. the Steelers. But like Ironically. all I want, and I would not everybody, be upset if this everybody happened. joins it. Yeah, no, I just I wouldn't be upset if this happened if we did get our moment, our Mitch playoff moment. Um, because Mitch <laughs> yes. wasn't bad in the playoffs, and we had the the Eagles played the Bears, which was the last time Mitch was in the playoffs. That was the matchup. Um, no other note there. It wasn't, There's no other. It wasn't the la- it like it was not the last time he was in the okay. playoffs. It was not even the second. He was, Sorry, he last, was in the playoffs last time. Uh, get, what, last time he won a playoff game because they won that right. He he he's against been he's been in the playoffs. He played against the Saints as the Bears starting quarterback, yeah. and then he was the backup quarterback for the Bills, who made the playoffs last year. Yeah, but so they, uh, unnecessary memories bring they, up there, the, Josh. That year that they and, beat, and okay, at the year least they beat the Eagles in the playoffs. Gonna, Mitch's last playoff shut, win. Shut up against shut, the Eagles. Shut. I you're on my naughty list, just so you know. Now, sorry, Josh. Naughty list. That sucks. Hmm. Guess you're not getting presents from from Santa well, Cullen this year. That, that sucks. That sucks. I, you I'm need sorry. Back, I back. I'm really. Back I'm check really your out. Of, I was really back out of line for bringing your was, insults. Really, really, really out of line for bringing up the Bears winning a playoff game. Sorry about that, Kellen. Um, let's get into this game, though. It, and... Josh, Josh, it was it was out of line because you know the result. You, um, you know, right. Let's get into this game. I want you to talk about it because I, I had my own thoughts while this I, game was happening. I, I was watching. I, I was watching it. What were what were your thoughts on on this Bears Eagles game? Because I feel like it was. Maybe a roller coaster of emotions throughout the game. Um, yeah. So go ahead, take it's, us through it. it it's frustrating. Uh, it, it's I mean, like it's the same stuff with Fields that I'll say. Uh, like I don't even need to say it anymore. I like him, obviously. Uh, but that game was really frustrating because you, at this point in the season, like I said, we're loser mentality. Bears are going to be drafting hopefully in the top two, and the Broncos. Or the Broncos winning really helps that because now the Bears are solely in the number two draft spot. Loser mentality over here. Uh, But it was a frustrating game because, man, like the Bears just didn't want to get blown out. I knew the whole game that they were going to lose, but they just needed to keep it close enough to break my heart at the very end. 
Bayless Jones Jr., you think you keep every time. You, I don't know how he keeps getting on the field. He has had four, four game-losing plays this season. And he's been on the field for maybe six plays this whole year. He has muffed two punts that have cost the Bears a game. He has now fumbled a ball that cost the Bears a game. And he dropped a touchdown pass that cost the Bears a game. All in one possession games that, he, that he's done those things. And every time that, that he's done that, the other team has gone downfield and scored points because because of that. So I can't stand that guy. He's on my he's on my uh, oh he's on my nice list because he needs to he must be a nice guy because <laughs> he keeps seeing the field somehow. He I don't know how he keeps getting on the field, but he has to be the nicest person ever if that's the case. So congrats on being a great guy, I guess. Uh, Jalen Hurts didn't even have that good of a game. He threw two interceptions against the bad no. Bears defense. Bears defense is not good. Once Jack Sanborn got injured in this game, momentum really shifted for the defense. They started letting up a lot more chunk plays. Uh, Jalen Johnson had a really good game up until that last uh, really – I mean, it was still good coverage on that A.J. Brown catch. But uh, eight, yeah, the Eagles have great weapons. They just come at you all four quarters. Even if, like – I mean, Justin Fields is the guy keeping the Bears in that game. He, he had some – he had a really incredible run again, highlight reel run. It led to a touchdown. I thought he scored. He just barely stepped out of bounds. I uh, threw the ball efficiently. Didn't throw the ball that much, but just another good game. He's stacking up good games. That's all you want to see from your young, your young quarterback, and hopefully the Bears get a good draft pick. Uh, my naughty list is Justin Fields because he's a bad, bad man. Oh, man, he is naughty with the football. I love watching him play. He is a bad, he's a bad, silly boy. So, so naughty. And, uh, the Eagles' offensive line is going to get my gift. I want to give them a calendar because they're releasing a Christmas album, and they're releasing it on December 23rd. But you're giving nice. people two days to listen to your Christmas album. That's it. That's terrible timing. I want to give well, you. No. Do you know how soon before Christmas you should be releasing that? That's that's awful timing to release a Christmas re- album. No, you do realize that, like, the 12 days of Christmas follow Christmas. So, like, technically, Christmas doesn't start till the 25th. So, if you really wanted to end the season of Christmas, who, listen who to is it. Listening to Chris, who's the, listening to Christmas music you, after Christmas? No. Literally ever, has, What are you talking about? After Christmas Day? Like, the December yes. 26th? Yeah, for the 12 days of Christmas. Ever heard of them? I've heard of it. I've heard of it. I've never listened to Christmas music in those 12 days, though. That's for sure. That's when you celebrate Christmas. What? I, I, I don't... I, I, I feel like this is, this is a weird Canadian thing that's happening right now. There's a disconnect. There's a cultural disconnect right now. No, we celebrate Christmas no, before is... Christmas, and then Christmas is the last day that I celebrate it. I understand that there's no. 12 days of Christmas, and the day after Christmas... Like it starts on it Christmas is, Day. The all celebration that stuff. starts but Christmas. No, when, once it kicks it off. No, I. That's like saying no, that the I understand NFL what season you're saying. is the preseason I'm, and it ends week one. No, that, that's okay, exactly but then what you're, you're saying, saying. That's like that saying, the, yeah, no, you're saying you're saying that week one is the Super Bowl. Then that's what you're saying. That that's crazy behavior. You no, need the big event to cap it off. That's Christmas Day. No. I feel like this shouldn't even be a Christmas episode anymore, Josh. You don't understand the true meaning. Wow. No. It... <laughs> Do you think they celebrated Christmas before Jesus was born? How do you okay, celebrate a... before he's born? It wasn't Christmas until he was I'm born. Talking about, um, 
I'm not talking, talking about, about the real Christmas. Okay? I'm talking about we're, the real reason about, here. We're not. We're not talking well, about talking Christian about the, Christmas. Talking we're talking about, about the real about... reason. I'm talking about the real reason. Christmas wasn't Christmas until the 25th happened. I un- I understand what you're saying. I'm just saying don't like who listens to Christmas music after Christmas. That you can listen to Christmas That's when hymns. You're supposed to. But I'm talking about like what... I'm talking about like silver bells. Like uh, it's the ah, most wonderful time of the Christmas. year. Songs like that. No, you do on that after Christmas. Yes. Josh, we have been we've been friends for almost twenty years now. I don't know if I'll, I don't know if like, I, I don't know if this is gonna last. I don't know. I barely if even last. listened to this Christmas music this year. I've listened to like three Christmas songs this I, year. I I've felt like I knew you Hollis. so well before this conversation. I've listened to Christmas in Hollis. I've listened to Last Christmas by Wham, and that's about it. That's it. I mean, I, no, that's that's fine. Those are great Christmas songs, by the way, but. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm, I, I don't listen to Christmas until Christmas is on. It's the 12 days of Christmas, Kellen. I don't. I, 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 why are we trying to make Christmas from Halloween to December 25th? That's not the end. That Christmas is the beginning. I'm, Halloween, it's after Thanksgiving. It's or or December 1st, whichever you prefer. But it, yeah, it's but, not Halloween. But, but That's crazy. <sighs> but every um, people try that Christmas. Christmas is the beginning. It's not the end. I get that. It's not the end, though. But like, I know. I like. I get what we, you're saying. But it it is. But why are it we is trying to end. end it? Like, I, I, I. No, it's not the. Why are we trying to end it? Because that's it's, the, it's Christmas Day. It's the Super Bowl. But that's it's, when that's we should it. be the celebrating. The season's over. It. Job done. It's, it's when we should be celebrating. I, you know what? It's when we should be celebrating. Just, I feel like we've kept we, we kept this discussion pretty yeah. diplomatic, but um, you're you're psycho. Yeah. But yeah, in rude. conclusion, you're an idiot. But my naughty and nice from this Bears game, in conclusion, is uh, my nice is Justin Fields. My naughty is Philadelphia and the city of Philadelphia. I don't know why, but you just said Philadelphia sucks <laughs> and it's a worse place than Baghdad. So they won my naughty for this because that was an actual text I received from Kellen during this game or he would rather be in Baghdad yep. than Philly um something along those lines so yeah, no, no, that's no, that nothing against Baghdad it's just I don't like, like flying so sorry yeah so um Philadelphia thanks for coming out you're my naughty um that wraps up the NFL slate from this week do you have any questions for me or do you want to just get into our final segments and kind of put a bow on this one. Yeah, let's just get into segments. And uh, for our Christmas episode today, we do have a stardom sit And uh, we're going to do Christmas decorations this week. Okay. Uh, just We're going to hear our thoughts on different decorations. It, you know, this could be an awful conversation. could be fun, but it'll be probably quick if, if, if it does suck. So who cares anyways? Uh, and obviously, first and foremost, uh, the king... Of all decorations is the Christmas tree. I'm starting that. Like obviously, yeah, I'm gonna start it. Um, I'm gonna start I, it. I'm yeah, start it's, it's an obvious start. But uh, are you are you a fake tree guy or a real tree guy, guy, Josh? Um, I wouldn't mind a fake tree. My family's always done real trees. I at this point genuinely wouldn't care. I do like the experience. Um, but it's just a lot of work. Uh to do so i genuinely just at this point wouldn't care because i feel like it ends in more arguments when you get a real tree than a fake tree because you don't have to pick it out every year it's easy yeah yeah 
And and so. the thing, like, you can be either side of the aisle. I don't care either. But the real people that uh, don't deserve to have trees are the people who get a real tree and then, like, uh, side-eye people who get the fake trees. Like, oh, that's not real Christmas. Those people are psychos. Um, I don't like them. And uh, mm-hmm. don't frown upon that. It's just easier. It's way more convenient. It looks just as real, too. And not just as real, but it looks pretty real. Uh Next uh, decoration I got here on the list, Josh, is inflatable Santa Claus. I personally, I'm, I, I'm going to start them. I, I just really like the inflatables. I think they look so gloriously tacky. Um, I just love them. I absolutely. <laughs> they love are tacky them, so for sure. It is gloriously tacky, and I just like. So are you one time? Are you in, starting all inflatables then? Almost all inflatables because I don't want you to be able to come up with an inflatable that I'm not thinking of off the top of my head. Um, <laughs> okay. That right. That's that, smart. That's smart. Almost. That was, that was, that was inflatables. Yeah. But I, I would like to like, there's one year, one year I really want to do just an over the top some point in my life, Christmas decoration in my front lawn with just make it a very tacky, ironic Christmas would be my favorite. Like, it's not even going to look good. I'm just going to put as many Christmas decorations in the yard as humanly possible. Not even like trying to make it like a fun winter wonderland. Like just how many of these will fit. So that's that's yeah. where I'm at personally. I'm sitting it for the tackiness. I'll... I it just seemed, it, but for the exact same reason you you're starting it, I'm sitting it. Um, yeah, just me. But I do like that idea. Uh, Let's go with, this should be an easy one. Mm-hmm. I, if you're not on the same page with me on this one, I will be disappointed. I don't even know what it's called. It's just those little light things that people like st- stick in the ground that are green and red and they shine it on their houses. Oh, the sparkly things? Yeah, I'm starting those. That's another very easy way to do Christmas lights. If you don't get the bad ones, you got to buy the nice ones because we actually uh, we have one on our house. Um, you got to buy the nice ones and you got to do it correctly. It's a good act. It's a good piece. Um, it, it's a good piece to add to your decorations if done correctly. Again, you're talking about the projector star shows, right? Yes. No, that's what I'm talking that you, about. No, that you hate and you're going to yell at me for starting I them. Mean, I, think I, I have no idea how you could possibly start that. What? Start? You got. That's the laziest, that is the laziest Christmas that you put something in the ground and you face it at your house. And that, I understand it's simple. It is also lazy, very lazy. I I mean, just that it it is, I I, I like it. I, I, it's like, it's, it's the turning in a blank sheet of paper as a homework assignment. That's what that is. That that you're not even trying. Yeah, but you're still getting A, buddy. How are you, how are you getting in the Christmas spirit by putting one thing in the ground and shining it at, at your house, and then getting pissed off whenever it shines through your window and hits your eye awkwardly? That's not going to get you in the Christmas. That's why spirit. I said when saying. done correctly. That's why. That's why when I I said when done. So correctly. what what Literally. is doing it? What is doing it correctly then? Let me let well, you, I'll, I'll you extend get a, the an olive branch. No, getting a nice portion of your house. That's like just like if you do it on like the white siding or something and it like it's an accent piece, I think it looks really good. 
our house, we put it on our on the front of our house. We have blinds. You only put it on for a couple of hours, and you pull the drape shut when you go to bed anyway. Like, so, so you never actually my have issue it shining with it. into the house. My my big issue with it is it feels like I I get what you're saying there. Um, I I, I understand a little bit, but. It feels like most of the houses that I see do that, that's their only decoration. That's it. That's it for them, yeah. you know? I mean, ours, that is ours. That is ours. But, like, I, it was made. <laughs> you're, not hel- you're, my- not, you're, you're not helping me here. I don't, I don't know what to say. Yeah. It, it's not, it's not yeah. due to me. I was a big advocate for Christmas lights. I'm just terrified of heights will not go up on a ladder to put Christmas lights up. And so this was the compromise was I bought one and put it in my parents' front yard without them knowing um, so that I could have some sort of there, Christmas lights. It was that or nothing. Sometimes you don't have the authority uh, in your house, Kellen, to put this up. So you just have okay. to take matters right. into your own hands. And in that instance, yeah. I took matters into my own hands and I had Christmas lights to some extent. Because would you not say that this is better than no decorations at all? I would say no decorations is better. So just a completely dark house, nothing else on it. Everyone else has Christmas lights. That's worse. It's worse to have something celebrating Christmas in your front yard than absolutely nothing. Just being the darkest house on the block, looking like you hate everybody. Yeah, I think it is because you're at least acknowledging it, but you're also saying, I don't care enough to, to, to look nice for it. Well... It's just not worth this is this next is one. more this is a more contentious segment than what I thought it would be. All right, next one. Uh, let's yeah, go Christmas Village. Start one hundred percent. So fun, love them. Yeah. Wait, are you talking did about you, like the you, I, houses in your house, like the Dickens Village? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Start a thousand times. Yes. It, it is the most have, fun have you seen, thing to set up as like a kid ours? besides the Christmas tree. I do. Do you remember yeah. ours? Do you remember ours? Do you remember ours? Yeah. Yeah, ours plays yeah. the Immaculate Reception. We both had good ones. Call. Oh, yeah, our, I don't our remember train that, actually. Plays the Immaculate I Reception. definitely, I would have remembered yeah. that. The Steelers train plays the Immaculate Reception call. So. This is... Good on me for putting that on the list. Just another opportunity to mention the Immaculate Reception. What a great – that's great. Yeah. That's a yeah. start. That's a start for me. It's the most fun one, uh, I think. Uh, yeah. Next one. We're going to go with uh, – we're going to go with Elf on the Shelf. Oh, that's decoration. Sit, sit it that's way down. Sit. Stupid. Yeah. It's so dumb. It's yeah. so tacky. It's so Pinterest Facebook mom. <laughs> I will say they do uh, at my cousin's house. They do like the elf on the shelf thing, and uh, it's like a, it's supposed to be like a naughty elf or something like that who like makes sure you're not being naughty. This is what they pretend it is, yeah. and they named it uh, Dave after uh, after my dad because he's just uh, he's funny. just a crook, I guess. That's yeah. funny. That's so funny. I don't know if they named it after him, but it's definitely an appropriate name. Uh, so next, let's just go with snow. That's a decoration, I guess. It makes you feel Christmassy. It's Mother Nature's real decoration. Snow. We're talking oh, real that legit I, snow. Oh, I love snow. I love snow. I love cold. I love winter. So give me that. Start. Okay. 
I love it. Yeah. And then last one, we're going to we got... do icicles, but the way they look standing directly underneath them. I'm going to start it for the 10 seconds before <laughs> it hits you in the eye. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so, you know, we don't know what happened to Michael Scott. could be that. Uh, so that's our, uh, do you have any Christmas decorations you want to, you want to throw out there at all? Um, Shoot. Well, just your regular Christmas lights. You didn't say that, um, so I'm gonna. Start oh yeah, those I forgot that because you didn't. You didn't say that, which was kind of insane. And then I think stockings as well. I do. I have those um, up in my apartment. Yeah. Oh yeah. Stockings, stockings definitely a decoration. Stockings. Those are those are yeah. a good one that you're gonna start. Um, candles. I'm gonna start candles 100 because the Christmas scents. Who doesn't love a candle? Yeah. I've bought like, I shit you not. I have probably four Christmas candles from Yankee Candle that I've bought in the last two weeks. Um, I'm addicted to candles. Any minor inconvenience there is a, in my life, I buy candles. Dude. So. <laughs> I, I, I I got into candles like this last year, too. Uh, like, we're both big candle guys now, I would yeah. say. You're a bigger candle guy, for sure. There is a difference. Like, you can't just go to a Walmart and get one of those candles. There, there is no. a difference in candle quality. It, it really is. Yeah. Sometimes. Because right, I've, I've, tried, I've tried to go cheap on my candles. You can't go cheap on the candles, unfortunately. Sometimes it's they'll, sad they'll truth. be a night. Yeah. They can sometimes be a nice bridge. Like if you just like they will work, but it's only gonna you're only gonna get a few hours of pleasure out of that. I don't yeah, know. Do you have a it's a bridge Yankee candle can- for sure. Do you have a Yankee candle store by you? Uh probably. I live in Dallas. Because so. okay. Uh, yeah. Life hack. Right now, free advice for anybody, because this is how I won Secret Santa this year. Customized candles. If you go to a Yankee candle store, they have discounts all the time. And you can customize these things. For $5, you can put any picture you want on a candle. It is the greatest gift ever because if you don't know what to get, like your grandma or something like that, put a picture of you on a candle and give it to her because she's going to love that. Wait. It's, it's her two favorite things. Do they, you can get do a they candle. Pr- like it, they do it right there. Five minutes, they print off a Yankee candle li- label with your picture, your custom picture. They put it on there. Like, oh. it's, I mean, here, I have one. I have one. I'll show you. Like, <laughs> Sorry, I thought... For a second, I thought you were talking about, like, they print the picture, like, on the candle itself, and, like, it just melts over time. Yeah. Okay, that makes no, way no, more no. sense. So, like, look, right? here. Here's last year's, okay? You got that, right? Holiday home. Boom. Custom candle. Custom candle. That's great. Boom. Of course. That's, yeah, like, that's, that's of course, what you, you're going to get. You can, you can put any candle on there. I mean, it smells amazing. It's great. Life hack for you right there. Absolute life hack i won secret santa by putting a picture of me and all my coworkers on a candle giving it to him for secret santa love it um so life hack that's free advice for everybody there that is how you win if you don't know what to get and don't just buy a candle go get a custom candle yankee candle it's five dollars best five dollars you've ever spent in my case i got my secret santa one for they didn't even charge me the five bucks because they messed up so many times um and I had to make a separate trip, so they didn't even charge me. It was great. But, yeah, Yankee Candle, um, wow. So I guess we'll just end there. Oh, Manger Scenes, start those as well. Sick one. Way to forget about Jesus on Christmas. That was pretty cool, Kellen. Um, I was just nice testing job. you. Literally just testing you, obviously. <laughs> yeah, nice job. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's what I've got. Um, and do you want to do rapid fire? Do you have Stay. player coach fan base all that? Yeah, we'll just yeah we'll rapid fire these real quick and call okay. it a show. Go uh, player of the week. I got I got Lionel Messi. Easy goat. 
Goat alert. Yep. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Who you got? Um, my player of the week is. Oh wait, where's? Oh shoot. Which one? Which one was I gonna go with? I had so many options here. Which one was I gonna go with? Um. Okay, mine is Corey Humans. He. If you don't know who that is, Kellen, do you know who that is? No. Nope. Corey Humans. Corey Humans caught Aaron Judge's 62nd home run ball. Um. And approximately one month later, he was offered three million dollars for this ball. He turned it down because that ball is gonna go up in value, right? He was gonna go and put it up for auction. Well, the bidding just closed on the ball. It was at $1.5 million. So, congratulations to Corey oh, Newman. that sucks the week for him. Because you screwed up big time. There was $3 million offer. You got $1.5 million for it. You're a loser for that. So, that you're my player of the week. La who? Hazur. Yeah. Uh, congrats to you for being a loser. Uh Let's go with fan base of the week. I have my Messi fan... fans, and I yeah. said it before. Yeah. That, oh wow. Okay, Josh. So you just want to you just want to go before me? I let you go first every week. You know what? My fan base yeah, of the go. week is Josh Borgia because he thinks he's more important than everybody on this show. So congrats, Josh. It's not Messi fans anymore. Josh is, wow. Josh runs the show. Josh thinks he knows the true meaning of Christmas. You know what, Josh? Christmas ends on December twenty fifth. Suck my balls, naughty list. You're an idiot for you're so stupid for saying that because <laughs> you li- like that literally is not even close to the way that it goes. But and wow, okay. <laughs> anyway, um, so I guess since messy fans are free, no, I'm, I'm messy kidding. fans is um, wide open, dude. It's wide open. Um, it's I'm all not for gonna you. take that. I'm not gonna take that. I am going to take Pittsburgh Pittsburgh fans because in the last <laughs> week. And it, the last week and a half, Pittsburgh's taken over, like, oh, last week. Last week, Pittsburgh fans have taken over three stadiums and had three home games on the road in the last week. So that was really cool to see. Steelers fans did it to the Panthers. They, they won all those games? Them 75 to 25. They did, actually. Um, they did. No, they lost they to the did? Hurricanes. The Hurricanes they was did. one of them. And then they, they took over the Florida Panthers oh, arena I think- as well. I okay. I thought you were talking. I I heard Steelers. Okay, you were including. Well, the, penguins, I said Pittsburgh fans because the Penguins yeah, fans no, I also that. took over no, two I stadiums. Know. I know that was Steelers that was took over that was one. my that was on me. That was on me. I'm accept. I'm accepting so, fault yeah, here, Josh. That's my you don't have, to, don't have to lay in. Tell him who is your Jeez. coach of the week. <clears throat> my coach of the week is Bill Tell Belichick, uh, nice. because he he definitely. Um, I don't know. He that that just sucks for him having to like being the greatest coach of all time. Like arguably, I know you won't agree with that, but being the greatest coach of all time, arguably, and um, having to watch that monstrosity of a play happen happen right in front of your eyes that that sucks. That that sucks that that's now going to be a part of his resume eternally. Now, whether he likes it or not, he's somehow connected to that play, and that is a really. The worst play I've ever seen is the worst. Uh, so, Josh, who's your coach of the week? My coach of the week is uh, Robert Salah because he has an extra timeout going into next week since he left a timeout on the board. Hey! So he gets to carry that one over. That's great. So That's, that's sweet. Perfect. That's sweet. 
Yeah. yeah. I love I love when yeah. coaches get four timeouts to start the the next it's week crazy. of NFL games. It's crazy. That's it's crazy. Always a big brain move. You gotta really think about that as a coach yeah. throughout the season, how many you could save up. That's how it works usually. Uh Josh, what or who is your kicker of the week? Lionel Messi. Kicker of the week. Unreal performance from him. Nice. Um he's my <laughs> he's my kicker of the week. I don't know. Kellen, who's yours? Mine is uh, Cairo Santos of the Chicago Bears. He had the most embarrassing, nice. not the most embarrassing moment of a kicker, very embarrassing moment for a kicker <laughs> where he already missed should a we, PAT wait, earlier wait, wait. in the should game. We, it's his... Should we list, should we list no. some of the embarrassing no. moments for no, kickers? No, 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 no. And then we can no. like, power Josh, rank them? Josh, this, hey, um, I would appreciate it if you stop interrupting <laughs> me during my kicker of the week segment, Josh. Okay, can you just let me finish and like not go? Yeah. Just ignore what I said a little bit ago. Okay, thank you. I'm, yeah, go. The, the Bears just played the Eagles this week, Josh. Go. Okay, I'm fir- go. I'm, I'm firm, well aware of what happened. All right. Cool. Uh, so, anyways, Cairo Santos is my <laughs> is my kicker of the week because the Bears were gonna go for a 49 yard field goal, and then he did this little move. Uh, I don't know if you saw it. He picked up some grass, dropped it in the ground to see the direction of the wind, which should not matter on a 49-yard attempt. And then he walked up to Matt Eberflus, head coach of the Chicago Bears, and said, I can't make that field goal. He said, I can't make a 49-yard field goal. I know, you know, it's not a guarantee, but you say you can't make 49 yards. You're going to go to your head coach and say, I can't make 49 yards. That's crazy. You have lost all job security. You're going to get cut after the season. And nobody's going to want to pick you up because everybody's going to think he doesn't even have the leg to make a 50-yarder. If we if the game is on the line and we need him to make a field goal, he's not going to make one at a far distance. That is that is the worst thing I've ever seen a kicker do. And it just reminds me, and I love bringing up this story, of Bill Parcells when he was told by the trainer that the kicker can't play anymore on his team. And he said to the trainer, yeah. I don't need him to play. I just need him to kick. Okay. Kickers are not a part of the team. You guys are not on the same level no. of athleticism as these other guys. So you need to put your body on the line as much as possible yeah. just to gain a little bit of respect in that locker room because you are not you're not athletes. You are kickers. That's what you do. No, you em- kick. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Yeah. So the fact that these um, that these that these assholes haven't figured out how to punt as well and making every single team use a kicker and a punter as two roster spots on their 53-man, is <laughs> that's got to be the biggest pyramid scheme ever. Uh, it's just ridiculous. Yes. Uh, so let's move on to Tweet of the Week, I guess. I can't stand kickers. Yeah, who do you got? And do you I got? don't have a good history of kickers. Uh, my Tweet of the Week, it You're was... You're such uh, an idiot for bringing up a It was from an... Yeah, that was on me. <laughs> Especially the week they played the Eagles. Uh, my... my uh, my tweet of the week, it comes from some MMA account, and it was congratulating Zion Clark on his first MMA victory. And it is really inspirational what Zion Clark did because he has no legs, and he won an MMA fight. However, if you are the guy who just fought Zion Clark, that is, hands down, the most embarrassing thing that can happen to another human being. That is the most embarrassing thing I can ever think of in my mind happening to another person. You are a 
professional fighter and you just lost a fight to a guy with no legs, with half of his body. You got yeah. taken down by arms. Arms. That's yeah, all bad. they used to take you down. Was I mean, it's tough to fight on their same level, literally level plane. Yeah. But I don't know why I said there. It's Zion Clark's level. I guess he has that advantage. It's 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 embarrassing. It reminds me of like uh, the Norm Macdonald stand-up thing where he's like uh, talking about Oscar Pistorius. He's like, man, imagine how embarrassed you'd be. Like uh, losing to that guy. It's like, oh, you, oh, you ran a marathon. Like, congratulations. Who's you, what place you finished? Oh, second. Oh man, so close. Who'd you lose to? Oh, the guy with no legs over there. Also, I feel like Oscar Pistorius cheated. Uh, not he might be a murderer, just so everybody We're knows. Not. But he uh, also let's not get into those We're leg just... things. I feel like I feel like they're springs a little bit, right? Like, don't they kind of jolt you forward? Don't they? They don't have legs. Come on. No, but I, the, like you, you know what I'm talking like, about, like the things that maybe. they, like that they're yeah. using. Maybe don't they? They kind of have a little maybe. bit of it's meant to simulate like your pogo stick maybe. element to them. Maybe I don't know. I don't. But I feel I'm not like going to get. I'm not. I'm definitely not going to try to attack yeah. people without. Legs I don't want right now. Yeah, because I guarantee I don't you be, that they would I don't give up be the guy. The springs. They would give up the springs. Yeah. Kellen have <laughs> actual legs. Okay. Okay, that's that's fair. Oh yeah, and I yeah, I don't want to be the guy to come at the legless community. I'm just coming at Oscar Pistorius God. right now. He's a murderer. Okay, p- allegedly, not even right. allegedly. He uh, was, but like he might be. Okay. Okay. I feel like so, I didn't get too off the rails this time. Just so you know, no, I feel like no. I so I'm gonna, this wasn't that bad gonna, for me. I'm I'm gonna bring just this one back before, in here. Though. I'm gonna, I'm bringing this one back <laughs> okay, in thank here. Thank you. We're gonna go to my tweets. Bring us home, Josh. I have, I have two of them. And then we're gonna just we're gonna exit. So stay on by us this week. Thank you all for joining us here. <laughs> I have two tweets of the week. The first one comes from Mark Kabloy, Kaboli. He is a sports writer in Pittsburgh. Um, his tweet is: Is it bad that when I ask my young kids who their favorite Pirates player is, they instantly say the Pirate Parrot? Yes, that's bad. That's a funny tweet though, because um, the Pirates suck. And then my other one comes from Jarvis, and it is: We mentioned the World Cup. We began with the World Cup. We're going to end with the World Cup. For those of you who aren't soccer people, like Kellen, like Kellen, here are some tips for how to fix the game of soccer. Number one, the field is huge, so shrink it. Number two, there's too many people on the field, so limit it to three forwards, two defenders, and a goalie. And then players should come in and come out whenever they want. Don't stop the game for that. Shrink the goal. And then number five, put ice everywhere. So that's how you fix. Yep. That is, that's how you fix the game of soccer right there. Um, and like I give said, give the players sticks while we're at it. Yeah, we should give the players sticks. Make the but thank make you the all ball smaller and flatter. Yes. Yes, and harder. Vulcanized <laughs> rubber, maybe. I don't know. I'm just throwing things out. Um, <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> if you want to fix the game of soccer, that's how you would do it. And uh, if you want unbiased sports coverage. Join us again next week. This was our Christmas episode. Um, I was going to do another Christmas episode next week, but I guess Christmas will be over by then, according to one half of this podcast. So stay yep. unbiased this week. Have a very Merry Christmas. We will see all of you again after Christmas. <laughs>